With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. Morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website the rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Aloha, Corby. <laughs> no. So we have uh, tickets we're going to give away for the show that's going to be uh, Green Day and Fallout Boy and Weezer. That's going to be scheduled July 31st down in Arlington at Global Life Field at Ticketmaster.com. If you want to get those tickets, we got listener emails today. We've got to tell the truth. 
And congratulations to Chet Bates, winner of CM All 2020. And you know what's weird is we are broadcasting live from our homes. Sam is at home. I'm at my home. Gimpy's in the studio so we can play games and talk to you guys. And I set my stuff up. And it sets all day. And then I log back in the next morning. And you heard what just happened. I didn't change any settings. Mm-hmm. It's rather frustrating. So I apologize if I blew your speakers. Uh, so the craziest thing has happened for the second time with my neighbor across the street. Uh, I can look out my driveway and into their house like their yard right driveway backyard all that and this is the second time in a week i've seen him patrolling his yard with a long rifle what are you are you sure it's an actual rifle and not like a bb gun pellet gun i guess it doesn't really matter at that point in doesn't time, matter does it but no no because you could put an eye out with it still bizarre nonetheless and so I'm trying to figure out what he's looking for. And my wife isn't a fan of me going out into the driveway and staring at him. She thinks that if he's losing his marbles, that might not be a good thing for Smart. me to be out there. I, I guess. What's the difference if I'm standing out there or walking by his house? Or peeking out the window staring at him. Yeah. Because, well, because... Uh, I guess if you are going out of your way to go stare at the end of the driveway, he can't dismiss that. You're clearly doing that. But if you're just walking by, you could have been going on a walk. So it's easier well, for the person to dismiss it. Well, good news. Someone whose cheese has fallen off the cracker is very rational. Right, right. It, 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 doesn't, it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're standing at the end of the driveway, in your yard, peeking through the window or whatever. If you're patrolling your perimeter what it sounds like this guy's doing with an actual rifle gun of any sorts, you got to expect people to stop and stare. I would think so. Uh, to me, I was trying to figure out what it was like he was looking for. Obviously, it's not a person. I mean, I think it's not a person. But, and it's not like his land. It's like his driveway down his fence line, and then he goes into his backyard. But he's very calculated and like uh, reconnaissance-ish. You know what I'm talking about? Right, like right. he's got it ready. He he's not just just pacing back and forth. He is no. He is on alert. And it could yes. be for anything. It could be it could be uh, uh, stray animals. Okay, or wild animals, because you live in the country-esque sort of thing um, on the outskirts of town. Okay. So so maybe he has a problem with a big old bobcat or maybe just no. regular stray cats uh, that are roaming the neighborhood, getting into his trash or whatever. No. No, I, I don't live in the country like I have to have donkeys to protect my chickens. <laughs> right. And furthermore, Susan, he's right on a main road, so there's already a ton of traffic. Okay. Mm. So there's no, like, bobcat scenario, and his yard's fenced. I think he's just crazy, then. The only thing I can get to is squirrels. Yeah, but wh what vendetta do you have against squirrels? 
I mean, unless they're like chewing. <laughs> they're just hungry. The chewing like the electrical <laughs> wires of your house. Outside of that, mm. what vendetta would you have for a squirrel? They don't do nothing but chase nuts all day, chase each other all day, and run up and down <laughs> trees. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't have an answer. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Mm. And it's just his And it's dream. not like even if then... It would be like if they got into his house, you know, they were a nuisance in his house. I totally get what you're saying. Have you, but I'm trying to figure out at what point it's a concern where I need to involve someone else. Have you? Because let's just say he shoots his wife. Ugh. Then and then they interview me and I'm like, yeah, he was patrolling his yard with a long Oof. rifle for at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, how come you didn't say anything? Have you spoken to this guy right? before? Have you talked to him? Like, do you know oh, yeah. him on a personal basis or whatever? Uh, I don't remember his name. He's a Chiefs fan. <laughs> okay, so... Based off the uh, license plate cover. With that being said, the short conversation that you had with this cat, did he seem a little off? I mean, we're all off. I, I don't judge a five-minute conversation on someone's marbles are, marbles are completely destroyed, Ooh. right? Like... I feel. I, yeah, but you can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Like, if for five minutes, you can be like, all right, this guy's nuts. I'm not letting my kids around him. Or, like, okay, if if I have a Super Bowl party and I'm inviting neighbors, you're invited. You seem like a cool guy. Uh, I think a five-minute conversation is not enough time to know if someone's crazy. Mm. Uh, you say he's been doing this for two weeks now? Is it like every yeah. day consistently at the same time every day? Is it intermittent? Is I don't it know. Just like every other He's day, on watch. Just, like you just see him like <laughs> once a week or whatever. I mean, I don't keep a journal on my neighbor's behavior, so I don't. I can't go back and reference when the last time it happened was. Well, my thought is because you know it was last week. You were you were like, hey, how long do I let this go on before I say something? Before I get somebody else involved. And my thought is, if he'd been doing this every day, every day, maybe at the same time, every day for two weeks so far, maybe next week, kind of keep an eye on him throughout the rest of this week and through the weekend. And if he fires up on a Monday and he's on patrol, then I would definitely be like, hey, officers, can you come and talk to my neighbor? He's kind of freaking me out a little bit. I know, but then I'm, they come, they show up here, and then they go over there, and they're like, hey, man, we've got some complaints about you patrolling your yard with your gun, which is completely legal. Uh, I mean, and he's yeah, like, you know, I mean, it's a BB it's gotta gun. It's got to make people uncomfortable. But I think probably, I think he's right. you got to clear your conscience. <laughs> so real, if real. that horrible thing does happen, and he does shoot his wife, you're like, hey, I called the police just, just, just in case. Here's a text for you, Corbin. Step one, buy a pair of walkie-talkies. Step two, leave one on his porch step. Step three, next time he's patrolling, (laughs) call on the walkie-talkie. Base the yard falcon. Base the yard falcon. (laughs) Sam, that's not cute. It's torturous. Oh, you could become walkie-talkie buddies. Or the guy. No, the goal there isn't to be a walkie-talkie. It no, (laughs) Sam. No, it's not about being a walkie-talkie buddy. It's about being a voice he hears. (laughs) Right, going crazy. Er. (laughs) No, you could be his friend. I don't need any friends. Uh, Someone sent a text in. I live at seventy first in Sheridan. Dewey, it's a license plate cover that hardly designates him as a friend. (laughs) 
Well, you got something. No, it could have been on the car when he bought it. You be fans together. <laughs> he might not I be a fan. If I was not a fan. That's just uh, sure. Corbin, I live at 71st and Sheridan. I live at 71st and Sheridan. We have foxes and coyotes all over Minshall Park. So I'm thinking wild animals. Yeah, we have those too. But it's a fenced area, and he's up against a road. It's Any of the ones I've seen have been on the inner workings of the neighborhood, near the, 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 the wooded line. Oh, okay. I've seen a fox out here in the parking lot. Now, this was a couple of months ago, uh, late 2019. I was driving in early in the morning like I normally do. And it ran in front of me, and I looked. I had to take a double take because I was like, is that a fox? I didn't think foxes came into town like that. I've seen coyotes, yeah, for sure, but not foxes. And that kind of, you know, justifies my, my worries there with the foxes running Somebody said through. go talk to his wife. His wife will, in her, like, night negligee whatever thing, will walk out and get the trash cans. <laughs> Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said birds. That's an excellent. That's an excellent take too. We've got those barn swallows, but typically they don't learn. They just keep coming back, no matter how many times you shoot at them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would. I'm not a good enough. I'm not. Let me phrase it. I'm not a. I don't have enough confidence in my shot to shoot a bird. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to hit my house is what I'm saying. Right, right. Or anybody else's for that fact. Sure. Right. <laughs> like that yeah. crazy story I this thought- morning of the woman who was out south and it's like 71st and Sheridan and she got shot in the head and she was just in her house and the police are like, we think it was just a stray bullet. What? That's crazy. That's horrific. God. Somebody so had- I don't want to be the trigger man on something like that. Huh. No pun intended, huh? No pun intended. Mm. I heard gunshots this morning <laughs> in my house, in my neighborhood. I was, uh, it was uh, 3.45-ish. I was about to get in the shower, and I'm smoking. Got done playing Call of Duty, turned it all off, so I know it wasn't the television, okay? And then I'm just sitting there minding my own business. Pow, 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 pow. Oh, somebody not happy. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, and then was you, did you find out your brother was on his uh, exercise bike out in the uh, living room with surround sound on? <laughs> right, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody was fast asleep, and I was just like, okay, well, that's just part of the neighborhood. I guess I'll go take a shower now. Maybe the worst piece of advice of the text that came in is just go talk to him. I typically don't go talk to people that are toting guns that are on patrol. It's what? just not a, a – it's one of those – Hey, I don't put a toaster in the bathtub with me. It's just one of those rules I have to ensure my safety. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm not brave enough do, for Would that. you guys do that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not brave enough to do that. No, thank you. I'm just crazy enough to do it, to be honest with you. If we're being honest here, I, yeah, I'm just crazy enough to go and be like, dude, what's with the gun and the patrolling? You're kind of freaking me out a little bit. And then he'd give me his excuse or reasoning why, and I'd be like, okay, either A, that makes sense, or B, that doesn't make any sense, and now it's time to get somebody else involved, some kind of authority. Uh, I, if he's holster, like a holster gun, sure. That's not but the case. But if he's then. got it like <laughs> <laughs> on patrol, 
ready, you know, the number one position, I'm a little nervous. Somebody texted and said, quit being scared and go talk to the guy. If you call in, if you call in this guy, you're no better than the other people calling in on their neighbors. Don't do the Reich thing. Shut up. You're stupid. The Reich. What? The Reich thing, like the Third Reich Nazi. Like ones. Third Reich. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay, 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 got it. I don't understand. If you're no Why better than those safe? other people Is calling in on their neighbors. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem with Aaron on the side of caution? Mm-hmm. How does that make you yeah, the Third Reich? What's the problem? Yeah, with feeling safe and wanting to keep your family safe, tough guy. Because by God, this is America, <laughs> and if I want to patrol my effing driveway with any kind of gun sure. I want, then I can. If I yeah. want to have loud Absolutely. music and do burnouts in my garage, then God damn it, I'm going to do it. Merc. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also my right to call and have that checked out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your rights only go as far as my rights, mm. That's, and then they butt up against each other. Absolutely. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no third Reich, man. <laughs> the third uh, Corbin, your neighbor could be displaying the he has a gun to let people know that he has guns. So tread softly if you're thinking about breaking into his house. Yes, that seems like a very Captain Obvious thing to say. <laughs> I'll go ahead and cross that off my list of to-dos for today. Uh... Ask some gun opinion after his answer and say, ah, I hear you, blah, 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 and then back away slowly. <laughs> like Homer in the bush. Ooh. Yeah, just Spider-Man. I think ultimately, <laughs> I'm writing it up that like where I live, I mean, we're, we're there's no police. It's the sheriff. So I there's no reason. It's People think this is the country, and it's not the country. It's, there's little kids running around. The ice cream man comes to the neighborhood. It's not the country. Right. You're not farming for your food. But ultimately, I know people have that mentality, so. I think if I hear him discharge it, I might call the police. That would be. Like, if, he, if I see him aiming at the ground like, at a, like a squirrel would be, sure. Okay. But even then, if he's, like, sees some animal running and he traces it, you know, across the, the yard line and my kids are playing, uh, see, goddamn, now my brain's taking off. <laughs> Uh, here's a text that says, probably looking for moles or gophers. They either shoot them in the ground or fill the tunnels with propane and blow them out of the ground. <laughs> That's good a funny God. Sound. I changed it to change. That's a very good decision. Right. right. I don't know. Uh, right. All right. We got tickets we're going to give away to see Green Day down in Arlington. Plus, we got listener emails. And to tell the truth, we'll take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Uh, we do news quickies. These are stories you may have missed in the news. We cover them here and put the link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. News, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Florida police oblige welcome mat. 
So this home in Florida, they their welcome mat said, come back with a warrant. And that's exactly what deputies did before finding drugs and paraphernalia inside. The Palm Coast home was part of an investigation into illegal drugs. And so after seeing that doormat, they were like, all right. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office got the warrant and they found fentanyl and drug paraphernalia in the house. And um, the county sheriff said, our detectives did a great job in following up on tips received on this residence. We still have uh, some follow up work to do. But for now, the deadly drugs and syringes are seized off the streets. I feel like if you have a sign that says, hey, get a warrant. You're probably doing something not okay back there. For sure, for sure. You see those uh, goofballs in the stories, they get popped and they're wearing a shirt that like, you know, talks about, you know, uh, the meth made me do it or, you know, something something silly. And, and they get that because, you know, they think it's funny, but in reality, you're telling on yourself. Yeah, like yeah. they got the mat and they're like, this is going to be so funny. Everyone's going to laugh at this so much. <laughs> No. It's yep. almost like the story I had yesterday. Like, no, no, no. There's nobody being held hostage in our basement. Just I want to get that out of the way when before she gets her story out. Right, right. No drugs to be found here, officer. Right, right. A woman beats her old man with a candy cane. This is amazing. Huh? There's a gal. Her name's Christina. Christina Ziqua. I guess that's how you pronounce her name. Anyhow, early Saturday morning, the cops got called to her house. See, what had happened was is that uh, crazy Tina here and her old man were arguing about Tina's dead baby. They didn't exactly say what the argument was about. They were just fighting back and forth about Tina's dead baby. Well, Tina didn't like it, and crazy Tina turned violent. Hmm. Crazy Tina grabbed a pen and stabbed her old man in the arm with it. Boom. And he's like, you know what? F this. I'm out of here. He takes off. She follows him out into the front yard. That's when Tina picked up a brick and chunked it at the man. Luckily, it missed. Didn't hurt the guy. But she did end up getting him with the candy cane. She grabbed a candy cane, threw it at him, hit him in the elbow, caused some bruising and swelling is what it says. Uh, she got popped what? for it. Yeah, yeah, over candy cane. So my thought is, because they didn't say whether it was regular actual candy cane or a lawn ornament. I'm thinking it's a lawn ornament. And these people are probably pretty trashy and still have their Christmas mm. lights still up, even though it's, you know, April. Maybe they, you know, sucked down the candy cane and made a dagger out of it, you know? Like a and she just like, got like three of them and threw it. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, she got popped with felony battery and aggravated assault because she has priors for battery. Along with the battery on her priors, old crazy Tina here has been locked up for theft, possession of the cocaine, prostitution, writing bad checks, probation violation, and, of course, the battery, the aforementioned battery. Now, the cops, when they wrote their report, they listed the weapon as, quote, candy, but they did not seize the weapon. That's what I thought. Right, well, it was sticky. <laughs> Ew, I don't want that. <laughs> Right. I have to get a new pair of gloves. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez arrested for stealing mail. <laughs> Police in Georgia say they have arrested a man accused of stealing mail in the area. Speedy Gonzalez. It seems that Speedy had stolen some checks from a mailbox in Suwanee, Georgia. <laughs> the checks are supposed to be picked up by the USPS and mailed to their intended recipients. However, Speedy... 
visited a Home Depot the next day and made a purchase of over $3,000. After making the purchase, the police say he returned the items for cash. Speedy Gonzalez, which is his real name, was arrested by police and booked into the Gwinnett County Jail. All right, so that's his actual it's name. That's, that's on his birth certificate is Speedy. That is his name. <laughs> that's a funny parent. When asked about his crime, he said, Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> that cartoon is so racist now. You look back at it. We watched it back then, and I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. It's a funny mouse. And then, you know, he's really fast. And then he's got these drunken friends and da-da-da. You know, they're all fat and drunk. Now you look back at it, you're like, that's totally racist, man. <laughs> it's a it's a weird cartoon for sure, but also he's fallen on tough times. I, would, I get it. Needs to steal checks to buy stuff at Home Depot. <laughs> he's got a job to do, bro. He probably got like a pen at Home gig. Depot. Right, right, right. He needs to get some lumber. He's got a deck to build or something like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. And we've got listener emails coming up. Plus, to tell the truth, and we're going to give away some concert tickets. But let's go ahead and do balls to the wall sports. The NBA league office has pushed back the possible reopening of the team facilities to May 8th, requiring all team personnel to stay away from the team complexes for at least an additional week. Even when they do open, the facilities will be governed by a strict set of rules, only permitting players when local governments allow, mandating they have to stay at least 12 feet uh, apart, and players and other team personnel are, are and non-playing non-playing employees have to wear a mask at all times. Players they don't have to wear the mask except for when they or they have to wear the mask except for when they're working out. And the Los Angeles Lakers have repaid a loan of roughly 4.6 million from the coronavirus business relief funds after learning the program had been depleted. The Lakers applied for the loan under the Small Business Administration's Paycheck Protection Program, a part of federal government's 2.2 trillion dollar stimulus package. The Lakers' request was granted in the first round of distribution, but after the fund ran out of money in less than two weeks, the team returned its loan, as did several other wealthier businesses, including Shake Shack, AutoNation, and like a bunch of different ones. The Lakers qualified for the program because they have only about 300 employees, and even though the team is thought to be the uh, NBA's second most valuable franchise, estimating a um, value of roughly $4 billion. A lot yeah. of that loan wasn't for, like, the actual players, though, right? That's for, like, the people that work the concession stands and the ushers and ticket takers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The loans weren't for those type of uh, businesses. Oh. Employee size, yes. Uh, net worth, no. Okay. 
They're worth four point like, six billion dollars. Mom and they're not hemorrhaging. Yeah. When like mom and pop shops are super struggling, and you're like, "Hey, but we want you know to paint our locker room purple or whatever," <laughs> it doesn't seem that fair. <laughs> right, and they can go to the bank and go, uh, "Hey, you want you know courtside seats for a game? Make that loan go through." Uh, when you know Bob's Drywall is trying to get a loan, <laughs> and they're like, "Into the line, buddy." <laughs> We're the man. It's here. just not fair. Okay. No, it's not. Again, small business loan, not multi-billion dollar loan. Right. Is and the, those are forgivable loans, by the way. Is the NBA uh, 501c3 like the NFL? I don't believe so, no. Okay, okay. So they're totally making profit. Huh. How does one, yeah, how does one get away with that and the other one doesn't? Uh, donations? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Rich people. Like, more rich people care about football than basketball? Uh, no, they just made donations to the right people. I don't, th- I don't know if the NBA is, to be honest. Mm. Do you even know, that's like, so, what do you think the requirements so are, Sam, to be a 501c3? Do you have, probably there's, like, a percentage. Like, you have to give away 20% of all income. Uh, it must be organized and operated only for exempt purposes. It must not be organized or operated for the benefit of any private interest. And its net earnings may not benefit any private shareholder or individual. That's hmm. it. Very interesting. It says here, because I just Googled to see if the NBA uh, was a 501c3, and it popped up this article of like four things that you didn't know were 501c3, the National Hockey League. I didn't know that. And this is the one that blows me away. Okay. The NRA. The NRA is a 501c3. Sure. Uh-huh. Sure, I knew that. That I knew. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's an association. Were... It's a... Okay. So they're... They're, they're... they're a not-for-profit organization. Okay. So everything that they get to, I don't know, print flyers or run ads or whatever the case may be, is all based on donations. Not so much... Whatever. I guess membership fees. Okay. Or Just to sell more guns? Mm. Yes. Not because they well, want to, the no, to, no, to it's not to sell more hurt. guns, essentially. It's to preserve the rights for gun owners. Okay. But I mean, it's not a person benefiting like a company or a shareholder or whatever. Right. All right. That makes a little bit more sense. So if. NFL and NHL are both 501c right yeah 501c's then how come the other like sports entities don't do that too like MLB and NBA hmm. uh, yeah i'm sure there's a financial or tax reason why crazy you think it would be you think it would be the same all across the board for all sporting leagues yeah i put them the same in my head well, not necessarily. I mean, they're all ran completely different, right? I guess. I mean, in my head, meaning like they're all uh, a huge sports entity. They do kind of the same thing. I just figured they would just, you know, they have the same kind of contracts. They just switch out the word baseball for football or whatever. <laughs> it's just all interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like in the NFL, they take all the money that's made and distribute it to the teams. 
Okay. So there's no, it's a zero balance essentially at the end of the year. Okay. So if you buy a team, you're basically investing into a financial return on your investment every year. Hmm. Because no matter what, you're getting money at the end of the year. They're divvying it up yeah. amongst all all the teams that are in the league. Okay. Uh, in 2019, the Dallas Cowboys generated $950 million in revenue. The Patriots generated $600 million in revenue. The Giants generated $519 million in revenue. That's a lot. That's a lot, and that's all based on merch sales, ticket sales, stuff like that. Concession sales. In 2018, the NFL earned over $8.1 billion in revenue. And each team received about $255 million from the league. Hmm. <laughs> Tax-free. How about that? What? Oh, my God. What? So what are they doing then with that money? They, they just build more stadiums or, I don't know, buy more Oh, the owners pocketed. Like Private jets and helicopters oh, and such. Okay. They're privately owned. Paying for With the their... exception of uh, the Packers. Mm. The Packers aren't? And then... No, they're owned by the fans. Oh, that's cool. That hey, that makes me feel like even more. All right. So I, all right. So I was behind a car <laughs> yesterday, and it uh, it was this little like Honda Fit sort of thing, and it had a, a vanity plate on it, and it said "Pack Owner." Okay, that's what I made out of it. P A K O W N R. Pack Owner. And I was wondering, well, what the hell? If you're uh, an owner, did you buy stock? How did you get into that? Now that makes sense. Now that makes sense because they just a fan, and they knew a lot more than I did apparently. Okay. Or they are like have like a wolf pack, <laughs> Maybe. and that's what he called. He's the leader, and he's like right. I'm a pack Maybe. owner. Maybe pack it in, guys. Right. But or they, he has a Cub Scout group, and yeah. he's the pack leader. Yeah, they did have a uh, Green Bay uh, logo, uh, Packer logo oh, okay. on, on the on the lift gate of the cars, whatever. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. putting the two and two together, that makes sense now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mystery solved. <laughs> That's Balls Wall Sports. I'm Team and Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Listener emails today. Plus, we're going to do To Tell the Truth. Plus, we have tickets to see Green Day down in Arlington. And I came across a story yesterday, let me phrase that, a Facebook post that sent me down a rabbit hole of stories, and I had no idea that if you had white rocks in your front yard, like in a flower pot or something like that, Mm -hmm. it means you're a swinger. (laughs) Mm, Okay. White landscaping rocks is a signal to swingers, apparently. And there are more. Like more signals? I'm talking about, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun. (laughs) That's what sent me down this rabbit hole. I was like, come on, is that, that can't be. (laughs) Well, it is. Uh, If you're wearing wristbands, In your vacation photos. Well, when you go to a resort, they put a wristband on you. Yeah. So you can get back in the club. 
another one was pineapples as door knockers. <laughs> what? what? First of all, why would you need a pineapple as a door knocker just in general, right? So I might believe this one. <laughs> nobody, n- nobody goes. I love, I love pineapples so much, honey. Can we get a door knocker as a pineapple? Oh, maybe a. Skull. Nobody loves pineapples that no. much. Uh, pink flamingos on the lawn is a sign that you are a swinger. So everybody so in Florida, every Floridian, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if that's a that's true that people in Florida do that. I I don't even know if I've seen. I've been to Florida. I don't. I never remember seeing pink flamingos in yards. Mm. Uh, another one is toe rings. Okay. Thumb rings. Okay. Wearing an anklet. So non-traditional. Uh, I've done jewelry? all of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're a girl at some point in your life, you for sure have worn a toe ring or an anklet or a thumb ring for sure. I, I don't know. I don't. Nobody. I've never dated a girl who wears an anklet. Not even back in the day when it was well, maybe, like early '90s when it was like popular or whatever. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I didn't take a lot of inventory on yeah. jewelry on what they were wearing. You're not a foot. And guy, yeah. I, I think that that's yeah, it's not something you wear every day. So it's not like you put your wedding ring on and your anklet. They're uncomfortable. I'm glad you brought up wedding ring. Apparently, switching your wedding ring to your right hand is a sign. That you're a swinger. Huh. I didn't know that. I mean, I think I hope you didn't know any of these. Well, you would think you would well, think he's a resident swinger. Right. Well, hey, 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 now. I just worked at the clubs. Okay. Listen, uh, she's right. Yeah, you're probably of all right. the people of the three of the three of us, mm-hmm. if one of us has to own the title of the head swinger, it's you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've actually But Sam's a close second. Yeah. I've done things with uh, with a couple that came into the club. So yeah, totally. Uh, and the reason why Oh, but like, not just that. Mm-hmm. You, like because you worked you were around that environment at a swingers club. Yeah. So like you would notice the That's what makes you the or expert. whatever inklets. Yeah. 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 Not you, the having sex with somebody of your gender. Right. Hey your gender. That just makes you homosexual, not a swinger. Nonetheless, well, but wait, no, I mean, it would make you, you a swinger. Switching the partners. Okay, there you go, there you go. Uh, but yeah, what I'm getting at is is working in that environment for so many years. Maybe I was just too busy, you know, partying to pay attention. But I never, I never noticed these these women wearing their inklets or their toe rings. Nobody ever said anything about a pineapple door knocker. So I mean, maybe it's a new thing. Somebody sent a text in. Somebody sent a text in and said, yes, the pineapple is almost like their mascot. What? <laughs> what? Okay, I feel like for a little while, um, 
pineapples got trendy. Like they were on everything, especially for like teenagers. They were all over Claire's and Gimby. I kind of remember you telling me about getting your daughter some like yeah. inflatable furniture because she was obsessed with pineapples yes, for a while. Absolutely. Just because they were like very trendy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my oldest daughter, my daughter. Uh, she was huge into pineapples. Pineapple here, pineapple there. Keep in mind, she was only. 13 at the time, so I don't think that she was swinging, right. uh, but we, yeah, we mm-hmm. got her a giant inflatable uh, pineapple, like a pool float, something like that. Mm. That, yeah, I think, I think maybe the swinger started it, and then somebody was like, hey, I like pineapples too. I'm just going to put pineapple on everything. Pineapple jewelry. Right. Or this could also be a case of, you know, kids wearing multicolored bracelets, meaning what type of sexual act they're willing to do. Mm. Yeah, remember that. I don't know how much I believe any of this, but it's fun conversation. I like the pineapple thing I didn't know, and to me, if we get a couple of texts, then there's a little bit of validity to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one says, wearing a black ring on the right hand is indicative that you are a swinger. All right, real quick. Yep, never heard that. It says here, because I'm still stuck on the pineapple thing. Pineapple represents <laughs> hospitality and welcoming. It says a pineapple is placed on the porch or mailbox, oh, good God, by swingers to signify that a swinger party is going on. A pineapple is turned upside down when a person is in search of a swinger party. How the hell what? do you turn a pineapple upside down? It wouldn't stay up. It would fall over. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That blows. Pineapple is a Polynesian symbol for friendship, which is where they took it from. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm just dumbfounded by this. And you say black rings, like black, like wedding bands and stuff like that, is also a. I, I think just a black ring. Okay. Moving your wedding ring to the other hand is a sign, and then a black ring on the right hand I, is a sign. I can buy the moving the wedding ring from the left to the right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how uh, just having a regular black ring, because you see those wedding bands like that, cobalt rings and stuff like that, where they're, they're black. So, I mean, did you get it because you like the color? Or did you get it because deep down inside you're you're swinging? I didn't know this, but apparently having a hot tub in your yard <laughs> is also a common swinger trait. I didn't know that. I, my parents had a hot tub, so I'm really hoping that this isn't true. <laughs> uh, in the article I found, they talked to the director of Hot Tubs Superstore. <laughs> and he says that this is now a myth. He said the biggest misconception is that hot tubs are the perverse preserve of swingers, indulgent premiership football players, and flashy types. In fact, they are brought, bought by anyone and everyone. Oh, really? That's anyone, just, huh? That's them trying that's to clear cover. up. Yeah, clear up the name yes. of the of the hot tub industry. <laughs> yeah, we're not making people soup around here. We're everybody buys a hot tub. Our boss texting like that uh, the- his wife has switched to white rocks in their front yard. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. No wonder he's been under stress lately. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, right. Here's one I didn't know. It's a garage door, the way you leave your garage door open and closed. I thought there was only one way. 
It goes up, it goes down. (laughs) Well, (laughs) apparently if you get in your car and open it and then pull out and close your garage door and then when you come back, you pull into and then close the garage door and then get out so no one can see you, that apparently is a sign. Mm, Trying to hide your Mm, shame. You're being shady. Right. Yeah. I do that sometimes, but only because if like the wind's blowing into the garage and I got to get the kids out or whatever. Yeah. It's really cold outside. But now I've... But now apparently it means I'm a swinger. <laughs> That's funny. I I am shocked by all of this. I feel like now anything you do can be positioned into the trait of something that is taboo. All right. You like pineapple on your pizza? Oh, you must be a swinger then. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And you were just asking for it because you had a pineapple door knocker. Like, well, clearly you and your husband want to have sex with other people. Duh. <laughs> right. Or how about the fact that you've moved into this house and it had a pineapple knocker on it and you've got weird people <laughs> knocking on your door all the time like, hi. And they're like, hey, I, I don't know who you are. Oh, you're not the Smiths. You open up the door, they just no, toss you they the moved. keys. <laughs> you're for the party. <laughs> right, right. Where do you want the keys this time? Huh? Where's your fishbowl? <sighs> We're not that kind of SpongeBob company. lives in a pineapple, okay. Hmm. He's friendly. Pineapple's always been a safe word, but definitely not always by swingers. I don't know the gamut of safe words. If you're somebody who has to have multiple safe words through multiple relationships, I question on whether you've had a really valuable relationship with somebody. Your safe word, if you choose to have one, should be universal in all relationships, right? Be like, this is what I'm comfortable with. I'm I'm comfortable with using the word pineapple. I don't know. I think we got to default to Sam with this. Wouldn't you want each relationship that your partner to have a special word just for you, Sam? Yep. It's like a mattress. <laughs> right. that, that word has been tainted. You can't say pineapple or applesauce, whatever it is. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> Come up with something different. That was her. Yes. Right. I can tell you this, that uh, after the show, since we've been working from home, Sam's at her home, I'm at home, Gimpy's in the studio so we can talk to you guys, is that uh, when we go for our walk, every day after the show, I take my girls and we go for a walk. I'm totally going to be looking for pineapple door knockers, yeah. white rocks in the front yard, mm-hmm. and apparently also pink flowers. Okay. Uh-oh. That's a difference. We have some of those. <laughs> mm, do you got do white you really? rocks in your yard, too? Mm. Yeah, I do. I don't have white rocks, but I for sure has, um, I don't know what, I think they're tulips. I think they're tulips, yeah. In our front yard. <laughs> this is white landscaping rocks, pink or purple decorations in the front garden, or as a sign of swinger activity. And people are like, oh, like the white limestone we have here. No, no, no. We're talking like white river rock. Right. That those... look very bath and body works-ish or bed, bath and beyond-ish yeah. or whatever. How did they- yeah, sparkles on them. How did they get this information? Yeah. Did they like- Sit down, a group of like a hundred swingers, and start asking them, like, <laughs> "What kind of decorations do you have in your yard?" Or blah blah blah. Right. And then take a major. It's consensus. a great question. Yeah. It's a great question. I'm always fascinated when we see lists like this. Did they like get one swinger and waterboard him or something like that until he confessed the secrets of 
Because it would seem kind of silly. Is it a disgruntled swinger? Right. That is like getting back at the swinger community. I'm spilling the guts. That was like, I'm giving all the secrets, man. <laughs> Probably. Seems like a weird thing to do. You'll never break yeah. me. You can put cigarettes out on my body. I'll never tell you. Okay, yeah, it's the white rocks and pink flowers and totally with the right. pineapples. <laughs> Listen here, Steve Smith. We know about the pineapples. Just tell us the others. Right. We'll let your four other ladies go. Just tell us about the flamingos. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? That's funny. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. And when we come back, we got tickets to Green Day. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. We are set to play a game, so let's do this. Let's play a game. We got uh, tickets to see the Hell Omega Tour down at Global Life Field in Arlington, Friday, July 31st. Green Day, Fallout Boy, Weezer are all scheduled to be there. Tickets available, Ticketmaster.com. And we're going to play Sing Sing. The current record is? Well, Sammy's in the lead with this one with six. I'm right behind her with four. And you are behind me with three. Last week's winner was? Well, that'd be Sam. Sam's not eligible to play. That means Gimpy and myself at 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to the phones and get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Jake. Jake, how are you? Not too bad. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Who do you want to read? Clues, Corbin or Gimpy? Uh, let's go Gimpy. 60 seconds on the clock. Jake, timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a mid-90s rock band. Rob is the lead singer of it, and his last name has to... Kind of like a dead person that's come back to life. And like a dead girl? No, no, but you're on the right path of this. Uh, this one goes... Is it Dragula? No, it's not Dragula, but it's kind of like a car. It has a year in it. Oh, uh, Thunderkiss 65. Hey, there you go. Better... Keep right up me, even if you love me, still better love me. I could be late for a date, that's fine, but you better be on time. I have the foggiest clue, dude. Country singer, she's Canadian, she's smoking hot. This was early, this was like her debut hit in the um, early 90s, and it's talking about uh, her significant other. And uh, if you're going to be any of these things, then it better be da-da-da-da. Oh, I know it's Shania Twain, but I have no idea. You've got that one right. So let's break this down a little bit. What's the opposite of a woman or a female? A man. There you go. There you go. So, ah, boom. Time, time, time. You got one, Jake. Now, listen, that does sound pretty dismal and horrible, but people have won with one before, okay? Okay, hang on the line, man. All right. Let's get our other contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Shauna. 
Shauna, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, Shauna. You and me, 60 seconds, and we need to get more than one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this is a singer that uh, is known for being kind of uh, 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 evil, allegedly. Uh, Johnny Five was in his band. He apparently removed a rib so he could fellatiate himself. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Correct. Yes, and this is the song about doing drugs. Um, I like the drugs, but the drugs, um, oh crap, what is it? Yeah, a performance of drugs. Um, what is the name of it? Drugs. What is, let let me help you, let me help you. What's another name for weed? And this Uh, is the Big Mad Morning. Grass. Show. Oh, the dope show. Show. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Um, okay. This is a female singer. She started when she was 17. She has uh, the Christmas song that everybody loves. She had a show Whitney on Houston. VH1 about her. What is it? Whitney Houston. No, no, no. Think um, the, the more uh, white trash version of Whitney Houston, if that's possible. <sighs> Time, not enough. (laughs) We ran out of time. We have a tie. That means nobody wins. I'm sorry, Shauna. Okay. All right, girl. Have a good day. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you later. Jake, I'm sorry. It was a tie. Nobody wins. Dang it. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. See you later. Gimpy, this is the one I could not get. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Mm, this gal, smoking hot in the early 90s, remained that way, married to Nick Cannon. Uh, she kind of got fat, kind of still fat. And this is a song about, um... Oh, when you walk by every night. Talking Ugh. sweet and looking fine. <laughs> I don't know a single word. So it'll be like, if you have a dream about having a sex in a certain place uh, or with a certain person, this is known as your mm-hmm. blank or whatever. Sexual That's, blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you a single word except for the chorus. And we can't do that. So so I'm out. Yeah. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you as the singer. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Mariah Carey. I don't know if she's more white trash than Whitney Houston. I just was trying to come up with something to get. How do you correlate away from Whitney Houston? Both are insanely talented singers. Absolutely. Absolutely. One was. One now not as good underneath the water. Um, She's Canadian. She was married to Mutt Lang. And uh, this was probably her. Most famous song she had. That's fair. Uh, when you get married, there is a bride and a groom. The groom is of what gender usually? Mm, it's a man. A man. Uh, and when you are debating with your girlfriends and someone's hitting on your man, you say, that's my man. I don't know. That's a yeah, tough one. That is. That is Shania Twain, any man of mine. You did a good job. 
I, I like love, yeah. knowing the words. I mm-hmm. love, love, love that song. I love that artist, but it, 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 I, I guess I got blindsided or whatever. What I don't know. I blanked. I blanked, and I was like, Ugh. No, you did good. He just yeah. That's it. that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> you should be giving solid clues. I should. But I crapped the bed on that one. Oh, well. You rollerblading listening to Shania Twain is totally your image, man. <laughs> With the joint in one hand and Jack in the other. Ni- that is your for- image. <laughs> in 1993, that was me rollerblading <laughs> listening to Shania Twain. The, the joints didn't come around quite yet. Neither did the Jack. That's later in life, but for sure. I, mm-hmm. Listen, if you, I know, you know, rollerblading Gimpy is listening to either Shania Twain or the Tony Rich Projects. Oh, it's okay. one of those two. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Busted. The record now is well. That keeps Sammy at six, keeps me at four, and keeps you at three because we suck. We'll take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's rock station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam is at home, ready to do balls to the wall sports. Former NASCAR champion Matt Kenseth will replace fire driver Kyle Larson for Chip Nasi Racing. Kenseth is one of five drivers in NASCAR history to win a Cup Series championship, Rookie of the Year award, and the Daytona 500. And he'd been retired since the 2017 season and got the job ahead of NASI development driver Ross Chastain, who was assumed to be the leading contender as Larson's replacement. And if you remember, Larson was fired two weeks ago for using a racial, racial, I can't even say the word, racial slur during a live stream of a virtual race and got into a bunch of trouble. So a little hissy fit. And then uh, Kansas coach Bill Self, as well as football coach Les Miles and Jeff Long, are all taking 10% salary reductions for the next six months. The move is going to save Kansas State Athletic Department nearly $500,000. Wow, that seems like not very much. That's what I was thinking. 10% for six months? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And what, that, that's going to help whom? He makes seven point one five million dollars a year. Bill Self does. Mm. I mean, if you're cutting corners, right? Like just trying to get as much as you can to shave off the top. I mean, ten percent of seven point one five million dollars is seven hundred thousand dollars. It's got to save more. I know we're a few months in, but still, that's that doesn't seem like. The math an doesn't. accurate total. Mm-hmm. Math doesn't add up on that one. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Furthermore, for <laughs> only six months, I mean, I get it. I don't, I don't want to lose my paycheck for a year, but you're not losing your entire check. One, you're only losing 10%. Okay. So why only six months? That doesn't seem like, I mean, I guess something's better than nothing, but like make it a year or something like that to to actually make a difference. 
Well, but I, they, you know, these people are under contracts. They can't just willy nilly it. Uh, and maybe the hope is that it'll be better in six months. Okay. And if you do a year, what if it gets yeah. better in six months? Mm-hmm. And then you're you out. You can't really like, predict that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So best to start then, small. Oh God, that would. Yeah. If you're like, okay, fine, I'll just take the salary cut for a year, and then like they're like, oh, we figured this out in three months, but. Mm, you already took it, so guess you don't need it anymore. <laughs> right. They could be jerks and not, you know, take care of it. Like, this is month to month, sir. <laughs> like, rent. <laughs> right. 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 Well, if you remember a guy in uh, for ESPN or Sports Illustrated or whatever, he got fired because he wouldn't do that. They wanted him to commit to a full year, and he was like, no. Mm-hmm. And they fired oh, him, remember? right. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. We'll just take yep. everything then, sir. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll Bye. somebody else. <laughs> Bye. That's Balls to Wall Sports. I'm Team and Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we do listener emails. It's where you can email the show and ask questions and get advice. You get to give advice by calling 918-460-KMOD, or you can text it in, BMMS and whatever that is, to 82945. If you're going through a situation you want our beautiful number one Tulsa morning show advice, we'd be happy to share it with you. Sam is live at home. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. And Gimpy is in the studio, so we can take your calls on the advice for the email I'm about to read. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. This email says, the wife and I have been married for 17 years, and it's been great. We have traveled, have two children that have grown up and moved out. In the last five or six years, we started to explore domination with me being the submissive. It added this new chapter to our sex life that has been amazing. We own a small farm, and all I do is work, and it's been a great outlet for me to just be told what to do. (laughs) Recently, she has said, as my dom, that she wants to punish me and have me watch her have sex with another man. (gasps) Make me sit there in my mask and be handcuffed. This is like a nightmare. Something that started between us has blown up to this. I want to make sure she is happy, oh and this, as this wouldn't get me excited. Matter of fact, it makes me nervous. I know I'm not the only one that is going through this. <laughs> I just want to make sure it's as enjoyable for her as possible. Any advice would be appreciated. Wow. I got nothing. So moving on to the next email. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? I don't know anything about Dom submissive relationship, but I'm guessing the submissive doesn't get a lot of say when the Dom is giving orders. No, that's the point of it. The the Dom is the one and you do what they say, whether you like it or not. That's the whole point of the relationship. Once you start interrupting, be like, oh, whoa, 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 hey, then your 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 relationship with the Dom and a sub is moot at that point. And I think I a like lot of guys. Your, uh, your sexual needs before your partner being like, oh, I want this, even though this will either physically hurt you or emotionally hurt you, to be like, I want to 
I fulfill this fantasy or have sex with somebody else so bad that I don't care if I break your heart or if like you push somebody into doing something physical that they did not want to do and sex was not mm. pleasurable for them, it hurt, is super selfish. But isn't like if you cook for your partner and they're like, oh, I love chicken. Isn't it your responsibility as the cook of the house to make find different types of recipes for different types of chicken to find out what we like? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And well, as the dom. I, know I get your train of thought in your house, but I, for, I guess, my relationship, it's more 50-50 than that. And especially in bed. Well, we're not taught. Listen, you, I, I think you can't, unless you have a dom submissive relationship, I don't think that you, there's a way mm -hmm. to compare any of our relationships. I'm just saying as the person that is put in charge of something in a home, mm -hmm. isn't it your responsibility to explore and find new things that fall into those things that you're responsible for? Yeah, but sometimes there's a chicken recipe oh. that just don't matter how much you think it sounds good, it's not going to be good. <laughs> you sh sh shouldn't mess with it at all whatsoever. Not eating oh, chicken, I think that I that's being completely selfish. <laughs> that statement is, right? Because how do you know? Maybe your partner's going to love this. Mm. This, you know, chicken with cream of mm. celery soup. Yeah, but I mean, for real, you have to sacrifice mm -hmm. everything you have, and your and that's going to eat you alive if you know you don't want this chicken and celery, but your spouse really wants it, and you're like, okay, I mean, I'll do it, but god damn it, there's going to be some issues with this chicken and celery. Yeah, the repercussions from like eating a meal you don't like is just like, oh yeah, I don't like the way this tastes. Having sex with somebody else in front of your <laughs> your significant other, that is a domino effect that you have to be prepared for. Possibly. Mm. Possibly. And I say that because of the swinger community, you know, and the clubs that I've worked in. They'll tell you it's just sex. You can simply disconnect. I don't love this person that I'm banging right now. I love you and we're going to be together forever. It's just sex. And I think women are much better at, oh, I think women, yeah, but I think you're taking it from like your personal preference of sex instead of trying to understand the mind of someone who is in a dom sub relationship. You know what I mean? So I think that it's like going, hey, I wasn't a fan of stepping on your junk, but, oh. but you, it made you happy. Oh, right. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things it's like, in this. It's world. hard to listen to that. <laughs> right. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I got to put a dress back on Minnie Mouse. It's just super uncomfortable. Go back out there. Yes. <laughs> close the door so Daddy can finish the conversation. Usually the clothes come off of Minnie. <laughs> Love you. Kimpy and I are just cringing as you're Love talking you. about junk and we hear children <laughs> in the background. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I saw him walk in the room. What did you think I had to do? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying that both of us, like me and Gimpy, were locked eyes. Like, ah, if, if we stop moving, they won't hear us talking about that stuff either. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's similar to like, you know, females are so much better at enduring things in the bedroom that they don't want to do just to please their man. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially I think in that there's no way a woman's like, yeah, I want to step on his testicles. It makes him happy. So I'll go ahead and oh, do it. Oh, God. But With there are heels. there are relationships that are like that. 
Mm-hmm. But I also feel uh, like sometimes t- you watch porn and go, I can have that relationship. We could do that. That would turn me on. And then that compared to what actually happens in real life. And then, you know, you're doing that on Saturday, Sunday. You're enjoying Marsala across the table from each other. And it's uncomfortable <laughs> because I watch you have sex with somebody else. Watched you eat chicken with somebody else. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're not going to unsee that, by the way. Uh, let's go to Nick is on the phone. No. Hi, Nick. How are hey, you, Nick? I love the show. All right. Thank you, sir. I listen to you guys on iHeartRadio every day. That quarantine down here in South Texas. Oh, right on, man. Well, congratulations. Isn't everything being lifted today? You can go do whatever you want. Uh, no, well, they're doing partial down here. They're doing like uh, movie theaters and bars and stuff at 25% capacity for, I guess, two weeks. But see how that goes and raise it to 50, which still doesn't help my industry. But uh, Well, yeah, anyway, I hope I'm, it works out. What's your industry? I'm a carnival guy. So when we can't I'm have sorry? groups of more than, I said I work for the carnivals. Oh, he's a carny man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, you throw darts and pop balloons and win those cool teddy bears on that guy. Teddy bears, <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure you get that EDD in there, man. <laughs> on the, on the email, right. I, 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 guess, I guess technically as men, we're all semi-submissive when we get married because it does say, Oh, hey, she's just throwing the rest of it out the window. I guess my advice would be put the gimp hat on her and go to the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on, man. Do you, do you not think it goes both ways? Like that you both have to obey each other, essentially? Well, yes, ma'am. But, I mean, having a whacked out crazy sex life between those two people. But, I mean, in, in any marriage, once you say... I want to bring a third person into it. That's, that's kind of like just, I don't know, not me, but I mean, hey, rock on for them. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. There's a big jump from, hey, drip candle wax on me to let's bring another person into our sexual relationships. Yes, sir. Yeah, Maybe right on, man. All right, man. Three times, I will be the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> right on, buddy. All right, man. Have a great day. You too. You stay safe at home. All right, man. Thanks. See you later. See you in the fall. Right. Uh, Back scratches. I don't know. I think that's an excellent point. <laughs> like, bringing somebody else in is, is a completely new world. Yeah. Do you think that there's a chance that this is just all talk? Because I think a lot of people who say things in the sexual ways, and that are especially in long-term relationships, are full of crap. Ooh. Like it, what I mean by that is okay. your partner flirts with you to just say some things to get you like turned on mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. never really wanting it to play out. But if Jeff was like, hey, I want to try something new. How about cuckolding? Like <laughs> that is so far left field and like it wouldn't it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, sexy. I'd be like, you want to do what? Like, it would be such a jump that that wouldn't be like, oh, well, maybe she was just, like, talking crap. It seems like something, such a big leap that it's not like, oh, we're flirting with this idea. It's like something I would take it that you've thought about. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, this couple here said in the email they've been married 17 years. So this wife has been eating the same chicken for 17 years. And that's why they're trying new different recipes. So I could totally see it's like I've been going to KFC every Friday for the past 17 years. Well, 
I heard Popeyes has got some good stuff. I hear churches is all right. How about I go down there and see what they have? Am I might like it more or, or whatever. Just a little change of the same old KFC for 17 years. I, to answer Corbin's no, no, no. question. She's going to pork. <laughs> she's totally it's, switched. No, I'm saying meats. it's not even the same chicken. <laughs> Getting yeah, and it's eating, not the same. Not the same. Chicken. Right, right. I think to answer your question, it's for, for, for somebody that's been in this and a relationship for that long, I don't think that it's all talk. I think there is a there is a smidge of reality there and there's a smidge of truth. And she just wants mm-hmm. to explore different things. Or they. I mean, it may it's not just pigeonhole to this one particular couple. Is what I'm getting at. Well, I would say that what Sam's saying, yeah, if Jeff brought that up or my wife brought that up and wanted to do cuckolding, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Because it's a giant leap. We don't do anything remotely close to that type of humiliation that happens in the bedroom, right? (laughs) So, yeah, it would be a giant leap for one of us. But if somebody who's in a dominating relationship and a submissive relationship, I I don't feel like it's a giant leap minus the fact somebody new is coming into the bedroom. Yeah. And yeah. who knows what was said in the throes of passion mm-hmm. during the Dom play. True that. To me, that's the X factor. <sighs> that's part of your dirty talk routine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and as, I, I'm always fascinated <laughs> when we I, have these you. emails of people that are, uh, you know, wanting to explore something. It's automatically this negative that she's tired of him. Mm-hmm. Rather than maybe she's trying to give him what he wanted in terms of domination. Like, I want to do be the best. I could be good at this, but I want to be the best at it. And she's like, no, I didn't mean it that way. I, you take it the wrong way. I thought this would be the ultimate humiliation. Which it would be, I think. Uh, Sam, what do you yeah, think? We've got this listener email from a guy who um, his, they've been married uh, for 17 years, clearly longer than that. They've been together longer than that. If a kid is, gr- kids have grown up and moved out and they started doing some domination and she said that she wants another man to have sex with her and make him watch, which my favorite line in the email is, in his mask <laughs> and handcuffed. Like, he's got a special mask. Uh, and she wants to, he wants to make sure she's happy, but he just doesn't know what to think about this. Any advice is appreciated. Yeah, bro, don't do it. I would sit down, have a conversation, and be like, this will open up Pandora's box of problems. There's other things that we can explore with just you and me. There's like endless websites and books and things out there that you can add your 16 different spices or whatever. But to bring somebody else in is such an unknown factor that you both don't have control over that if you love your relationship, you will fight just to keep it between you two. Gimpy. Uh, so these guys have been married for a long time. 17 years is a long time, no matter how you look at it. Um, and they're trying new things. So they're doing the domination. They're trying to spice things up. They want to make each other happy. And you, as the um, writer, the author of this email, you've got to make sure deep down inside that you can be okay with it. Now, here's the fun part. And this is kind of what I'm getting at. This is a two-way street. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I will let you explore. We could do this. We'll bring another man. Da 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 da. I'll wear my mask and my handcuffs. However, in turn, in return, I would like 
another female to come in and dominate me while you sit and watch, or maybe, you know, both of you do it together. It's a, it's kind of like a tit for tat sort of thing. You do me, I do you, <laughs> everybody's, Stevens. right, everybody's happy in the end, okay? But ultimately, ultimately, you have to, you have to make sure with yourself that you're comfortable with doing something like that. And if you're not, if you can't say to yourself that you are 100% okay, I could do this, da-da-da-da, then you might as well just let your old lady know right now, hey, that's never going to happen. I'm sorry. We can whip each other with chains. You can tie me up. You can you can crush my junk all you want, but I am not going to sit here and watch some other guy rail you while I'm crying inside my leather mask. That's spectacular. It's the truth, man. And what's weird about that, what you're saying... Because I think you're 100% right. Uh, that there are men that cry <laughs> when cuckolding happens. Yes. That's traumatic. And they I love it. Imagine. Oh, that's so well, sad. Love it. That's the thing right there. They like it. They love it. <laughs> they, it's like, their warm little coat. It so mm. good. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, it's like feeling like you're not worth anything. Like it psychologically is so fascinating to me that they're like, this is my happy place. <laughs> right. If you are rocking it's back and awful. forth saying this is your happy place, crying, it's not your happy place. Okay, so I have a weird question. Mm -hmm. Have either one of you watched cuckolding porn? And what I mean by that is not like as I fantasize of it, but as more of the curiosity of what happens. Um, I have seen a video because I didn't know what it was at first. And so someone had to show me what, <laughs> like, this is what it looks like. Um, but I think probably in all of the videos that I've been shown, it's probably been maybe once or twice that I've seen one. And it seemed like the guy was into it, like from behind the camera. He was like, yeah, do this, do like instructing them. <laughs> it's so Right, creepy. which some, some... Some do that, like they give instruction from the from the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. Gimpy? I have, yes. And uh, to be honest with you, I kind of feel for the guy. I kind of feel bad for him, you know, because it's like you're sitting here watching this guy do disgusting things to your old lady that uh, you can't do or won't do. And you have to sit there and deal with it. And you got to deal with that emotional turmoil inside. Kind of feel bad for him, but hey, you asked for it. Or yeah, cuckolding is—I don't know any. I have no advice on. I don't. I can't even say don't do it because I don't know if you're if that's even in the realm of conversation. Maybe it's okay. <laughs> what is it? A, a shoe for every foot. Right. Mm -hmm. Sam is defiantly against this, which I am fascinated by. Cuckolding? <laughs> that you're defiantly against it. Yeah, because I just, in my experience, it never ends well. It's it's the wait. You've been a part of, of cuckolding. Who have tried it? No, no, no. But like the threesome that we had, inviting somebody else oh. into the relationship, and for a sexual reason, and the things that I thought before that happened. This happened on two different occasions with two different boyfriends and two different females. Uh, both times, there was I was blindsided by things I didn't even think about. 
and you can't prepare for it. And even though I had been through it when it happened to me a second time, I still was blindsided and couldn't prepare for it. And I feel like you watch it in porn and you're like, oh, that looks fun. And then you actually do it and you're like, yeah, that was not worth it. It was not worth the headache. I can't plan for this. It's the worst. Don't do it. Yeah. I totally believe what you're saying, that your experience was that way. But there are so many people that say it's great. So are you saying they're lying? See, I, I don't think there's so many people. I feel like there's more people. Okay, who there's. I didn't say more than fifty percent. There's a lot of people that do threesomes, and there's a lot of people that say they're okay. I'm not trying to oversell the stat. I'm not. I'm not on the side of threesomes. I'm saying there are people that mm-hmm. do it and don't share the sentiments you're sharing. Yeah, I I don't know the survey, but I'm just I'm giving you my experience. I don't think it's a good idea. You got to keep in mind there is a big difference between cuckolding and a plain threesome. The threesome, mm-hmm. everybody's involved. Everybody's having a fun time. Supposed to be. Supposed to be, essentially. Uh, unless they're like... <laughs> it yeah. turns into that sometimes. Right, right. Unless the, the, whomever's like, get out of here, dork. I'm having too much fun. But with the cuckolding, I mean, you're stuck back like, like this guy in a mask and handcuffs. So there's a huge difference there between the Watching. two. Watching. Oh, God. Ugh, as she screams another man's name. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That, that's, I don't know that sound. Oh, no. <laughs> My favorite text. More people complicate the F out of things. I agree. All right. You got an email. Send it to a show at KMOD.com and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Tuesdays, we do listener emails. It's your chance to uh, get your uh, emails in and give advice on what you think someone should do with whatever situation they're dealing with. You know, we get to judge. So uh, send your email to us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. Got another email. And this one says, I've always been one of the boys. I just get along with the boys better ever since I was in high school. I just hung out with the boys more often. As I've gotten older, I've started falling for my guy friends. I've slept with a few of them, but we continue to stay friends. Some I still hook up with, some I don't. It wasn't until recently one of my friends, I can't stop thinking about him. And I'm not sure whether I should go after making a serious non-platonic relationship with them. I don't even know if they're into it. I'm not even sure what to say. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. You guys rock. Hmm. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. I don't think this is that odd of a question. No, no. It's a total different than the last listener email, that's for sure. (laughs) I mean, sexually speaking, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, being friends with someone first before you get romantically involved isn't that crazy. No. It's not an odd storyline. That's how you get to know somebody on a non-sexual level. Because sometimes in those relationships, you just start out banging. Oh, I I nailed her on the third date, and that's all we ever do. That's all we ever do is just have sex. We don't don't go anywhere. I don't know what her favorite color is. You know? Stuff like that. I had a friend in high school who I was (laughs) friends with, and it was... 
and she wanted to have sex and I was not into it because I just wasn't attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And that ruined our friendship. Like there was no friendship after that. Because you wouldn't nail her? Yeah. Well, it just made it odd. She, I think she was kind of embarrassed actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't think that wasn't words. like, it's not like I didn't want to do things with her, but I was way more careful with conversations with her. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the meme of the girl that's like, I just get along with guys better. And that's like all the hot dogs on her face. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you read that email, that's immediately, immediately what I thought of that meme is because are you and i'm saying this because i was one of those girls i was like i just get along with guys better but really i just wanted the attention of guys more and it wasn't that like you for sure she's made the statement of i just hate drama and girls are all drama and so i would just rather hang out with the guys i guarantee that has for sure come out of her mouth before and i'm only judging from a person that was that so I've been in that same boat. I 100% get it, but that's what it reminds me of. So something just clicked with me on what you said. Normally, I think a guy would go, when they hear that from a girl, they're like, oh, they just are having sex or whatever. But you're saying that it's an attention thing and they don't get attention from girls. They want attention from boys. And this is a way to get that attention, Mm -hmm. albeit no sex. For a while, at least. No, you still have sex. Daddy issues. That's what that is. Your pops didn't pay much attention to you, so therefore you're seeking the attention from all these other guys to make up for it. Well, not in my case, because my dad was my best friend, so I don't think it's... No, 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 I'm just saying, and I'm defending myself because we were talking Mm -hmm. about me Mm -hmm. and my experience Mm -hmm. in this. So for me, it's not daddy issues. It was just I wanted attention from boys, and I had sex with my best my best guy friends and I just just wanted I mean I was in high school that's what I wanted and and at that time I told other people like I just get along better with guys they're just no drama like I said those things which is BS guys, really have, right. attention. guys have just as much drama as girls do right well then right. you're inserting your girl drama into like guy drama like it it is completely different guys will get into a fight you know, hit each other and get over it. Girls are completely different. And so you're still going to have that drama because you, you know, had sex with Nick and you now want to have sex with Chris. And now they're fighting because of it. Like you'll bring in your own drama. Uh, So Sam, what should she do? She wants to maybe pursue one of the guys she's friends with to have a serious non-platonic relationship. And she's not sure what to say or how to start. Yeah, don't do that. You're just going to ruin it. Get on Tinder, start swiping left or right or whatever it is, but I would not risk messing up your friendships with these dudes just because you want to have sex or get attention from them in that way. I don't think it's going to end up well. Uh, Gimpy. I said go for it. There's a, there's a perfect text here that says that at least you all know what each other likes. Okay, you've already been friends. You've already gone <laughs> deep into that friendship level. Why not take it to another level? The most, the, 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 you could talk to them, be like, hey, man, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. What do you think? If he says no, 
I think we should just be friends, continue being friends, I don't want to mess that up, then okay, at least now you have your answer. Okay, I'm hoping that it's with just one person and sh this particular author doesn't be like, all right, well, this guy friend doesn't <laughs> like me. I'm moving on to the next one. Well, Jim doesn't want to have this one either, so I'm going to move on to Steve. That's when you start having a bit of an issue. But, I mean, if you like this cat, you guys have hooked up before, you've been friends for a while, there is nothing wrong with trying to pursue something further. If you've hooked up with them before, you don't have a platonic relationship. You have a friendship with sex in it. Right. So now you just want to make it official. Keep banging on the rag. Block it right. down. Right, you want it to be say. officially, this is a relationship. Mm -hmm. But Which I if think, he wanted, he would have made that clear. Maybe. I think. No, he wouldn't have. Guys in that scenario are, aren't suddenly good communicators because we were friends with you before. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We're horrible communicators if you're our friend. Or if we're in a sexual relationship with you. <laughs> just in general. Yeah, it's just one of our traits. Hmm. So I don't think it makes, suddenly you're just not going to be like a good communicator because we were friends before. I, I, people are like, oh, it might ruin it. Maybe it will. I don't know, man. It, listen, if you're into it, go. If not, don't. It's pretty simple. Do or do not. Right. You got enough, flip a coin. Nothing to lose. Life decisions made by the flip of a coin. That's awesome. Why not? It doesn't, you can't, you can't figure out which is the better choice. Short of, do I put this gun in my mouth and pull the trigger? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty easy one. <laughs> flip a coin. Well, tails never fails. Looks you like know I'm how it's going to end. <laughs> right. Tails never fails. <laughs> whether you should go out with a guy or a girl, flip a coin. Mm -hmm. There's no way to know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. How many rom coms have you seen where they hated each other and it turns out that they liked each other and they get married? Live happily ever after. And if it happens on a rom com with Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston, it can happen to you. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. You can always send an email, show at KMOD.com. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's rock station. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. We're going to do sports with Sam in a second, but uh, our TV partner, two works for you, Mike Collier, just tweeted, significant severe weather likely today. Hail up to baseball size. Damn. <gasps> oh. We're between two and nine. I saw about six o'clock. Four to six is what I saw. I saw it might hit this area. You got both your cars in the garage now, right? I mean, one car's in the garage, the other's at That's a collision right, shop. Still still getting worked on. Okay, good, good, good. Just don't want baseball size. Are you Are you worried about my car? Well, How are you? Yeah, man. Listen, $500 <laughs> Your car doesn't even park outside. I don't give a damn about my car. My car stays out on the street, uh, so I ain't rightly worried about that. But you just got done dealing with that, Jive. You know what I'm saying? And that was not baseball size. I mean, it isn't fun. It is an inconvenience. But I'm one of the people that when you have something, you get it one day to be pristine. And after that, all bets are off. Whatever happens, happens, huh? It's just part of owning things, man. So you can't be like, it's going to stay pristine forever. 
No, it won't. Yeah, but yeah, I I would I I would imagine it would hurt more to like get baseball sized hail on your car than like mere Gimpy's car, mm-hmm. just because like it's so nice compared to. I mean, I have a nice car. I love my car, but I'm just saying it would sting a little bit more because my windshield doesn't have um you know fancy things on it that tells you what the speed limit is and stuff. So if I were to crack mine, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. The <laughs> deductible's the same. It, it doesn't matter. Year. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. The ductible's still the same, but still doesn't stop it from sucking for sure. It would suck. Yeah, it would be inconvenient for sure. But you got to go through life with like, hey, I get to have it nice for one day, and then after that, all bets are off. It's pretty much gone at that point. You might as well start accepting it because it's gonna get ruined at some point in your life. Car wreck, kids spitting in it, dirt, whatever. Right, right, right. Dirty feet on the back of the chair. Go. Oh. Sorry. Let's do balls to the wall sports. <laughs> According to the Houston Chronicle, the Texans plan to exercise the fifth year option on quarterback Deshaun Watson contract. Prior to the May 4th deadline, Watson, who is 24-13 as a starter since taking over as Houston's number one quarterback as a rookie in 2017, is expected to earn around $17.3 million in 2021 unless the Texans are able to sign him for a long-term contract before then. Yeah, I mean, he is. Uh, they're going to exercise that option because they don't want to have to pay him a lot more than that. I mean, they, they, they're they going to go from seven to probably double that a year because he's still on his rookie deal. So if would they like renew it for him to stay there? Um, can they just keep adding on a year? No, no, this is the last year it's of his contract. So they have to do a the, new deal okay. or he can go anywhere else and get picked up. They're going to work out a deal. He's staying in Houston. Yeah, but they probably have some guys whose contracts are going to fall off next year that will allow them to pay him a lot more money. So they're optioning mm, that year where he you. stays that salary so they can pay him more. They've got no sense of urgency where like Patrick Mahomes, there's a sense of urgency to not exercise that option deal so they can mm-hmm. get him and secure him for a long time. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, that's Ball Swell Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD is the phone number. Let's go ahead and do to tell the truth. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD. Sam, do you have something? Sure. Um, this came in last week. Uh, what is something in your house that you love that is not technology? What's your favorite something thing in, your in my house, house that, that is, is not, not technology. technology that I love? 
Hmm. Gimpy? I'll go first. Oh, go ahead, Sam. Oh, I already thought of my answer. Um, Mine is my mantle because it's, it's like a plug-in fireplace. But I have all the pictures up there. We've got this awesome candle with my boyfriend's last name on it. And it's just like our little shrine of like our family and friends. And it makes me happy. So it's the, uh, okay. All right. Gimpy. Mine would be my recliner. By God, I love that chair. It's, it was given to me. It's nice and soft and leathery. I have fallen asleep in that many, 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 many times. And you sleep comfortably in it. It's where I go. I mean, I, I don't sit on a couch at all whatsoever. That's my chair. If you're in my chair, get the hell up and out <laughs> of my seat. That's my chair. So when you want to cuddle with your girl, what do you do? Come sit on my lap. Come sit on me. We can cuddle just like that. The chair's strong enough. It can hold both of us. Mine would be my bed. Fair enough. It's pretty awesome. It's like you get in, you're like, this is my safe place. Out of the crapper. But I think the bed probably more than that. Which do you have more fun on? <laughs> Has to be the bed, mm. right? <laughs> Depends on the day, right? <laughs> right. Because there are days where, you know, the toilet is the place where you go to get away from everybody and everything. It's the hiding spot. Uh, all right. So to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. Is there anything that you ate as a child that you won't eat as an adult? Sam? Mm, uh, oh, yeah. I don't like fish sticks. Fish sticks. I don't like those. And when I was little, I used to love those. Yeah. A fish stick sandwich is delicious. With a slice of American Wonder bread. Cheese. Yes. Some tartar sauce. Mm. Woo. Delish. Yuck. Gimpy, what is there? Is there something you ate as a child that you won't eat as an adult? Uh, no, because the same things that I hated as a kid, I still hate as an adult. Sauerkraut. Okay. Uh, Brussels sprouts. I mean, I, I always hated them as a kid and never really had any until recently. And now I've confirmed my suspicions that uh, br- Brussels sprouts are disgusting and shouldn't be worth eating. Mushrooms, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Same thing. So there's really nothing that I ate as a kid that I'm like, no, I'm not touching that now. Hamburger helper. Really? Yeah. It's not good. Okay. It's pretty tasteless and brown. Uh, Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. And I say that because we used to have them as a kid. And then uh, in the early 2000s, while I was with number two, it seemed like we ate that at least once a week. Sloppy Joe's with uh, nacho cheese Doritos. And I got burnt out on it. And now, when I go past them at the uh, grocery store, it kind of gives me the shakes and says, no, I will never have another Sloppy Joe in my life. I I feel that way with alcohols. (laughs) Like sour apple Smirnoff, I'll never be able to drink again. Um, But I, I don't think I have that with food. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have that. I mean, I have food I didn't eat as a kid, but it wasn't because I, you know, I got food poisoning from it in terms of uh, overeating of it. Yeah, I, I can't think of a food one like that, but. Uh, all right, so to tell the truth, 918 460 KMOD. 
Mary Bang killed Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe. Sam. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to marry Jeff Lowe because he has the most amount of money, and they're all douchebags. So I, I, as douchey as he is, and I cannot stand him and his stupid T-shirts, I he still has the most money. So I'm going to marry him. I'm going to kill Carol because, you know, she killed her husband, even Stevens, and that just leaves me to bang Joe Exotic. He wouldn't do it. You're not his type. <laughs> I'm not his never type. Know. <laughs> right. Uh, Gimpy? Uh, I'm kind of along the same lines with Sammy on that one. I'm going to go ahead and kill off Joe Exotic. I mean, cat's weird enough as it is, so let's just go ahead and get him out of there. I'm going to bang Carol Bass because er, she's a woman. And I want to hear her say, give it to me, kitty cat, meow, meow. Um, and then I'm <laughs> Mary Jeff Lowe, simply for Sam's uh, pretty much exact same answer. He has the perceived uh, most money. Uh, at least we think he does or whatever. I read a text earlier that, like, um, all this stuff is on loans or something like that. But it's not really his money. It's not paid for. I don't care. I don't care. He seems to have the most money. So I'm going to go ahead and marry that guy and maybe we can... You know, find a hot nanny to hire and have fun with that. I mean, I don't think you should marry Joe Exotic. 50% of his spouses end up dead, and that's a pretty high rate. Carol Baskin, the same statistic. So I don't think that that's a good idea. So I think I'm going to bang Carol Baskin, marry Jeff Lowe, and kill Joe Exotic. Based purely on the statistic that partner's dead. Okay. Carol and, and, and Joe. Yeah, but um, his partner killed himself on accident. So they say. I mean, yes, I understand I that, mean, but still doesn't deny the fact. Doesn't He didn't put it in his mouth. He put it to the side of his head, didn't he? That's the way I understood it. But it, does, it doesn't matter. I didn't it, put it in his mouth. 50% of the, the, his spouses are dead. In a questionable manner. Mm-hmm. Carol Baskin. I think hers is less because I think she was married before that guy too. But So 30%. <laughs> Still, I like to have the person that I'm um, in a relationship with to have that be more of an R not number. <laughs> like a zero. Makes sense. Just my preference. Hmm. Uh, is there a show you love that when it ended, a piece of you died? TV show that you watched that when it ended, a piece of you died. My favorite show is The Office, but I feel like I was good that it was over because after Steve left, it wasn't as funny. And so it was just like, uh, that's ran its course. But I would love it if it came back with Steve Carell. That would just be the only asterisk. So I guess mine would be The Office. Gimpy? I'm going to go ahead and save that 70s show. I watched it from beginning to end to the very last episode, from the very first one to the last one, and never missed a, a week at all whatsoever. And at the end, I was just kind of like, oh, that sucks. And then they brought out that 80s show, and it was a turd. <laughs> uh, there was a show on the audience network, Kingdom. And this show was about... Uh, this family that were dealing with all kinds of problems and drinking and whatever, but they were MMA fighters, family of fighters. 
And one of the Jonas Brothers was in it. Yeah. And when that ended, I felt like, huh. Like it was, I was missing something after that. Nick Jonas was in it. Jonathan Tucker, Frank Grillo. And it was a pretty good show. But I don't feel like I died. Like a part of me died when it ended. I felt like I wanted more. Okay. That's the only one that I can think of. Uh, to tell the truth, nine one eight four six zero came. Go ahead, Sam. I'm surprised you didn't say Cougar Town. It's a good show, but I didn't watch it from beginning to end. I watched the reruns that were on at two thirty in the morning. That was it, and because that was the only thing on that and in Hot in Cleveland. I, 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 I I'm so sorry to insult you. <laughs> I, I'm, I did not know that that would get on a, your last nerve. Yeah, I apologize. It's a good concede. show for sure. It's a good show, but it wasn't my favorite. And I even watched the last episode of that, and I was like, okay. Well, that's that. I'll find something else to watch now. Uh, someone said, what is the status of people that have been married to Corbin, though? Excellent question. They died well after we were together. <laughs> Divorce well, was final. We, were we weren't even hanging out. <laughs> What's that? Mm. Okay. I was confused when you said after we were together, meaning after you guys had broken up already. Yeah, we weren't together anymore. After we were together. Yeah. So it's not the same, but nice try. <laughs> Accidentally killed him on uh, purpose. <laughs> the intro says, you can and will pass on a question. Have you ever done that? Uh, yes, I Sam. have. Sam. Yeah, Gimpy. I think I have, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's in there. Mm -hmm. It's for us to use whenever we want. Edible flower, edibles, flower, or vape? Sam. Uh, vape? Because I vape? Gimpy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you have to pick one, so could you pick one for the argument? <laughs> yes. Uh, flower, man. If I have to pick one, I'm taking the flower over either one of them. It just, it, it hits you a lot quicker. Okay. It, it's, there's something about the taste and the smell, and it's really just an experience as opposed to like... The vape. I mean, you get a certain taste that goes with it, and it hits you a little bit harder because it's so highly concentrated. But it's just, you know, sometimes with the stuff they put in it, whether it be, you know, butane or, or whatever they use, the gas that's in it, it can hurt your lungs. And then edibles are good, but they're slow moving. All right? You eat a brownie, you <laughs> wait for about 30 minutes, and you eat another brownie, and the next thing you know, you're naked in the middle of the street. Okay, so right, you're like, what happened? <laughs> right, right. So if I have to pick one, I'm going to stick with the flower. Yeah, edibles, man. I don't like the cough. Mm. You don't cough, you don't uh, get off, man. Sure. And I just don't like the, the thing <clears throat> in my throat afterwards. Yeah, that resin. That Hangs out for a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but edibles, man. Uh, it's cleaner that way. Easier to hide. Right. I just got this pan of brownies and taking to work, officer. That's it. <laughs> hey, how were your Rice Krispie treats? Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, they were really good. As a matter of fact, the, I, I, 
I prefer the s'mores. My brother did not. He likes the uh, texture and consistency of the fruity pebbles. Um, but that's, you know, it's just a matter of taste after that point. But I tell you what, get you right where you need to go to the point that we're making more tonight. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. He went and picked some up or whatever. And uh, and uh, so he's like, hey, we got enough fruity pebbles in there from the last batch? I think we do. We just need to get a bag of marshmallows. Done. And some butter. I saw uh, Lucky Charms. They separate the marshmallows out, mix the, you know, the grain or whatever uh-huh. part uh-huh. with, like you would Rice Krispie Treats, and then put the marshmallows on top. Oh. I know you're listening, Scott. Think about that. All right. Lucky Charms <laughs> instead of your Fruity Pebbles. I like that idea. I like that. Uh, text came in. Is there a timetable when we can pick up our beer? And how long do we have to wait to play and win again? Uh, as far as picking up beer, flip a coin, man. I have no idea. I think nobody knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. We're all just trying to figure it out. Some people are kind of waiting to see what happens in the next two weeks. So I, I have no idea, bro. Just know that it'll be there waiting for you when the opportunity presents itself to come pick it up. It may be a thing where we do like two days where you can come by and pick up a bunch of prizes. Like, like we have, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. We don't know what's going on, man. I've been telling people promotions will call you. It's it Let them deal with it. That's their thing. Well, we have one apartment. Uh, would you rather permanently give up socks or permanently give up underwear? Well, that's easy. Mm, I would rather permanently give up socks. Because I like underwear. It makes you feel good about yourself. And I, yeah, I just, I like having underwear. Gimpy. I'm going to say permanently give up the underwear. Because socks, man, when you're walking around barefoot in your shoes, it will rip your feet apart. You got blisters on blisters on blisters, man. And and plus the odor that goes with it. Those socks are keeping that stank in, okay? With underoos, no, man. I, I'm not the first person to go commando. It wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. And actually, sometimes, furthermore, Susan, it's a little more comfortable, less restricting that way. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Give up underwear because I can go not wearing underwear and not realize I'm not wearing underwear until I'm, you know, go to the bathroom like, oh, yeah, I'm not wearing underwear. Socks, I know when I'm not wearing socks. I got to tell the truth for you guys. Have you ever put your your underwear on backwards and then gone all day like that? Hells yeah. Okay. Hells yeah. We kind of feel a little off. I've talked about it on the air. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I haven't, but I feel like there's a more noticeable difference between <laughs> male and female underwear and Jenny's. Yeah. You know immediately they're on backwards. <laughs> Especially if you're wearing a thong. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's text. Is there prizes for the nine losers of See Them All? No, because then they wouldn't be losers, would they? <laughs> True debt. You text it take out, that sir. philosophical thought. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. This is a, we're done with to tell the truth, but this is a text that came in. And you're seeing a lot of people actually do this. You're in a car all by yourself. Are you wearing a mask? Yes or no? Um, no, not in my car. Gimby? No. The germs aren't going to get you in your car. I mean, if they're there, they're already there and you've already got it anyway. The point behind the mask is to keep from getting it from other people. So, no, you look like a goof. Yeah, you, you're getting your, you're protecting yourself from your own germs, which are already inside the mask that is over your face. Unless you just don't want to take it off and you're going to get back out in a minute, I guess. I don't know. Even then, man, those things are stuffy. They're hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. If you got a beard or mustache, you end up, you know, getting your hair all wet because of the vapor from your breath and you're eating it. It's, ugh. Ew, yeah. I didn't even think and that. Do you tuck your beard into your mask? No. <laughs> well, because like my mask goes around my mouth, like the bottom of my chin and the top of my nose. And so I was just thinking that like if I guess you normally use your bandana, so you wouldn't have to. But I was just thinking that you would, ha- you if you had my mask, you would have to tuck your beard in. No, I just let it hang out from underneath. It just dangles low. I mean, as he's gotten older, it's gotten longer, so it just dangles pretty low. (laughs) But it's supposed to be tight, I think, around. But he's like you said, he's wearing the bandana, so. Yeah, if you're Mm -hmm. wearing one of those N95 or, like, construction masks or whatever, yeah, I could could buy that. My girlfriend was telling me, because she's an RN or whatever, that the nurses, uh, male nurses where she works or whatever, had to to cut all their beard off. They can only have a moustache. Simply because of it. And she's saying a lot of them look weird <laughs> without their beard. Yeah. Just a just mustache. Sure, because it's all you've ever known them as. Mm-hmm. They, well, because beards in general are pretty dirty. They're pretty nasty. Yeah. If you've been outside working, whatever you were doing is now in your beard. Yeah. It's unavoidable. So, yeah, if you go to work and you work in the medical field and You've been doing other things. Whatever's in your beard is now wherever you are. So, yeah, that makes sense. You don't think about that when you shower up. I mean, you scrub your face and, you know, wash the beard or whatnot. But are you thoroughly getting in there and getting it all? Probably not. Uh, There's some celebrity news happening, and we don't always cover divorces and stuff. But I want to bring this one up because it's really fascinating, and that's the Christine Cavallari and Jay Cutler divorce. Now, why is this interesting? Well, one, they were in the Bahamas for like a month, and something must have happened in the Bahamas because when they came back, they filed for divorce. Uh Two, she is saying he has been wandering he is saying she's been wandering. And then the third reason is Tennessee, you have to prove fault for, to get the divorce granted. So there is some logistics they have to work out that we're not used to seeing. So you have to say, oh, he cheated, and then provide evidence to prove that. Yeah, like hardcore evidence, pictures, videos, something like that. 
I mean, text messages. A text, text message admitting if the guy admitted or she admitted, yeah, I I had extramarital affairs, that would work out. But so far as just suspicion, oh, I think you've been da 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 da. That ain't gonna hold up. Yeah. Yeah, but I imagine since her husband and wife are on the same like cell phone plan, and if you're texting your mistress, that'd be pretty easy to get. Or if she's texting the dude she's banging, then that'd be pretty easy to get. Also, an, an interesting thing about their divorce is she's on that show, Very Cavalry, and she, for the first couple seasons, she has like this best friend. And now people are going through the footage and seeing the best friend and Jay like flirting. And you put it like back to back to back, and you're like, oh, that's uncomfortable. And then the, re- the, best friend recently is like kind of dropped off the face of the earth and isn't talking to Kristen anymore and so it's like even a little bit more shady yeah there's some interesting things happening there and then they did one of my favorite things that uh, celebrities do they posted on social media that they are announcing that they're ending their marriage and you know we're we're everything's great everything's great ignore this everything's great and then at the end, they say, we ask for everyone to respect our privacy as we navigate this difficult time within our family. Now, starting now, we don't want anything public starting now. Should have never said anything <laughs> right. on social media. Before, yeah, you, could, you could pay me. We could be public as you want, but now, now I want privacy. Right. I want you all to know, but I want privacy. Leave me alone starting now. <laughs> right. But now. Right now? And now. Right. <laughs> After you buy my jewelry. Yeah, what a, that would suck, man, to have to go through that and publicly share or like scrutinize Instagram pictures and everything else. Yeah. If you've watched that show, he is a dry human being. He's just not funny. Yes. He's kind of just kind of Ugh. meh. One of those guys, or he's brutal. Yeah, okay. he's uh, he's on the show at least. Maybe he's great otherwise, but on the show, you don't even know he's there most of the time. Like he almost looks at her in disgust. Mm. Yeah, she'll do something, they, try to be entertaining, and then he'll be like, "Uh huh." <laughs> and it doesn't seem very, they don't seem very loving with each other. They're kind of mean to each other. Yeah. A lot of people are that way. That's their relationship. I know plenty of people that have been married 20 plus years and I've never seen them kiss. Wow. I guess they got it all yeah, out. Yeah, and again. she always plays like, she she plays a villain on all the other shows. And so they kind of portray her that like, oh, I'm this bitch, but he's a bitch too. So we're mean to each other. Isn't it cute? <laughs> right. exhausting. It does sound exhausting. I, I don't want to be in a relationship where I have to work super hard at either being super mean or keep up with your mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's work. Like, I want to try and outwit each other. Ugh. Yeah, that is exhausting. Can we? Can My we first wife was like that. Like she felt can like we? she had to, like, do witty things all the time. To like try to keep up with you or whatever, or just to be that person. I think to be that person, maybe it was a deflecting thing. I don't know. But try, she would try to cut me down, like as a joke, right? Ugh. And I just, as the relationship ended, I really noticed it. 
that, that shouldn't be a thing in any relationship, cutting each other down, right? That's a form of abuse, mental abuse, psychological warfare. I think so. I think calling anybody you want to live your rest of your life with a name is pretty much, yeah, mm-hmm. mental abuse. Or if you love someone, why would you want to make them feel bad about themselves? Well, because you've got to feel worse than I do. That's duff. That's the thing oh. right there. Yes. <laughs> I've got so so much hate Not very nice. towards myself, about myself, inside myself. I've got to project it and make you feel as bad as I do because I hate my life. I get it. Yeah. That, that sounds horrible. It does. So anyway, that'll be I fun to watch. One other thing I wanted to bring season. up. Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I mean, I have before. I've I've watched all three seasons, and I wait till it goes on Amazon. It's like a Bible season, so as soon as that does, yes, show me the drama. Uh, one little update is this was a weird headline a couple days ago. Is one of the stars of Duck Dynasty? Remember that show? It was everywhere. You couldn't get away from it in Walmart, mm-hmm. and they had a drive-by shooting at their house. What? What? And they have like a Apparently, huge ass house. Oh, they got a compound for sure. Uh, he, this guy has been arrested for doing a drive-by shooting on one of the stars' homes. He was booked on felony assault drive-by shooting charge and another count of misdemeanor criminal neglect of family. Uh, he was drinking and driving vodka, apparently, and firing the weapon at the home. Bring back Phil. Uh, I want the dynasty back. (laughs) He was driving his white Ford F-250 and was in possession of a 38 caliber. (laughs) Cops claim an underage witness was in the car, admitted to police that he pulled a gun and pointed it out of the window, firing several shots from the moving truck at the house. The second charge could be connected to the other occupants who were in the vehicle after the cops made the arrest. Uh, the man admitted there was he was the shooter and said he was attempting to see if the gun safety was on. Well, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Just pull the trigger. There are other ways to check to see if the safety is on, folks. You don't need to fire it or discharge it to know. Usually there's like a red or orange dot, right, that kind of shows that it's on. If you're unsure, maybe check the manual. I don't know. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. Big Man Morning Show. Don't forget about our podcast. We do it, uh, we record it right after the show on Tuesdays. And if you listen to our podcast, we attach it to the end of our podcast available on the iHeartRadio app, or we have a separate one called The Morning Dump. It's like this, but different. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it is like this, but different. Uh, time to find out what everybody learned. Sam, what'd you learn today? Uh, tails never fails and the cough gets you off. <laughs> True statement on both. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that Sam immediately thought of wieners on the face. And I also learned that as you grow older, uh, things hang a little bit lower like they used to. Like 
your beard. Uh, I learned, yeah, yeah, it's his beard we were talking about that was hanging. His name's Frank. Uh, and I also learned that uh, Sam sent an email today about uh, being friends with uh, people she was in a relationship with. It's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. Yeah. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is her mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show. I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. <laughs> I got a brand new car, new car, I got a jazz guitar, uh, welcome everybody, uh, yeah, thank you a lot for coming, it means a lot to me, steady out with my knee, plenty of botany, damn, bad chick on top of me, pornography, and I know she only want me for my guapery, uh-huh, let me get my voice right. Uh, uh, Gary, sorry. One, two, three, four. It's the first time ever. Yo, fuck this jacket. I turn this shit to 85 napkins. Since she the son, I'm now the captain. Trust you, me. That is Action Bronson. I was wondering who that was. You might have seen his show on uh, Vice. He's got a couple shows on Vice. Mm. And uh, I like his music. I think it's pretty awesome. And man knows his food. Like it's no one's business. I'm not even kidding. Like he you knows his high, food. Right? Oh my! Always, he's blazing right. all the time. So he's not he makes actually Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he's not look like Asian. he ain't smoking. Mm-hmm. He look like he looks Asian in these pictures I see. <laughs> right? No, it's because he's toked all the time, man. What a big old guy! Oh yeah, yeah. He makes no qualm. What like he's totally life. comfortable in it. For real? Yeah. His food show, dude, is money. Yeah, trust a fat man about food for sure. And he does, uh, he did the show, man, where he would do food and then he would go to places that were like, like places that made bongs and uh, pipes and some weed places as well as the food part. Mm-hmm. And it, like they would go eat at local places. It was awesome. It was a great show. Oh, yeah. He's had a couple of shows. For a guy that not a lot of people know about, and one of the people over at um, Alan over at Greenhouse turned me on to him, uh, but he's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard the name like before. Action Bronson. I think I've heard you mention him before, but never got into any of anything for that fact. Yeah, yeah. television, whatever. I dig it. Yeah, there was a story today in the in the paper, and it's about how somebody from. Uh, the BOK Center said that they expected all the shows for this year to not happen at Cox Convention Center or the BOK Center. I can see that. I mean, it sucks. <sighs> I, it sucks. It really does. Whole but I mean, year? better safe than sorry. 
Well, yeah. just for reference, the Spanish flu uh, lasted for four. Four years? Months. Yes. Wow, I didn't know four that. Four years. I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know that was around yes. four effing years people had to deal with this. Yes. Ugh. A long time. Did they Ugh. come up with it? Did they come up with a vaccine, or did it just like play mm-hmm. itself out? No, they, it, first it's a virus. It can't play itself out. Uh, they came up with a virus, uh, a vaccine. I mean, mm-hmm. four Ooh. years later, it's yeah. There is an awesome on Netflix right now. They do these things called Explained, and they just released yesterday, I think, uh, a coronavirus one. It's like a twenty-minute little blurb. It's a good watch. Interesting. Have you guys watched like that stuff. on Netflix? What is it? Like a hundred humans, I think, is the name of it. Uh, oh my god, it's so stupid! I watched like ten minutes of it, and I couldn't even get through an episode. I'm like, this is so fucking dumb. Why did you not like it, Sam? I just it was like so cheesy, and I didn't feel like with brain games. I felt like I learned learned some stuff, and uh, just the one I watched was so Captain Obvious, and it was just so cheesy and drawn out. Like the people, the doctors talking about stuff. I just I was like, Ugh, this is too slow. It's really annoying. It's like for if you were to show a class of fourth grader stuff, it just was not. It was I did not find it entertaining. I found it entertaining. I liked some of the uh, experiments that they do, like the one with the... uh, I only watched a couple of episodes, uh, but there's one there like, um, does a person that dance really good have a higher sperm count than somebody that does not? Uh, So they had to get the volunteers together, all the dudes or whatever, and then file them down, who's willing to dance, and then who's willing to donate a sample, and then come to find out that the guy who had the highest sperm count... Uh, was not the best dancer. He was the second best, but he was not the best. And the person that was the absolute best dancer had like one of the worst sperm counts. So it's interesting on the lines of, you know, the different experiments that they do. I agree with Sam, like some of the way that they explain things is just fucking stupid. And it's like, come on. I get it. We're trying to provide a television series here, or, you know, some kind of entertainment, but I think it could have been done a little bit better. Nonetheless. Aren't those the people from Mythbusters? Uh, not the, not the two old guys. No, 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 no. I think they were the people. No, I don't think they are. I don't think either any one of them, uh, have ever been on Mythbusters. It's, it's not that hot redhead that was on Mythbusters. It's not that little Asian feller that's on there or was on there. Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah, any of them are. I didn't recognize any of them. Uh, Jeff and I started like watching, it. um, we started watching Waco. And oh, I oh yeah oh that's a solid one right there yeah, yeah. welcome to the party that's oh. a few years old yeah yeah so we just we just finished it last night I think yeah yeah or the day yeah. before I don't know it's running together yeah but you had no idea I knew huh? what happened in Waco I knew what happened in Waco like there was some shit that went down and people died but I didn't know what had happened happened and it does not make the ATF look like good buddies like how about the oh, government doesn't mean. make the government look good Mm-mm. yeah. Yes, and um, what's the Ruby Ridge? Like, because that story always gets me heated because I think it's so fucked up what we did. And um, after watching that, I was like, God, it makes me mad at our government. They, they, I mean, David Crush was a psychopath, obviously, but they could have handled things way better just because 
Uh, I think you. I mean, yes, I think you marry a Wait, twelve-year-old hold on, girl. Hold You're on. a psychopath. Yeah, hold on, hold on, Sam. <laughs> what makes what makes him not? Well, he he was just very passionate about his beliefs, and he wanted to share his beliefs with everybody. So did Terrace. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So what makes him not crazy? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Some people would say, and that's that's the argument there. Some people would say he's not crazy. He was just very passionate and misunderstood. Look, I'm on the side of that guy had some issues. He married a 12-year-old. Yes. Had yeah. babies. Yes. He impregnated 12-year-old children. Yes. Yes. And then it was like, no one else can have sex. Like, yeah, he was a, a horrible shitbag human being, no matter what he believed in. Like, you don't do that to other humans. So I don't, I'm not like, well, he was just misunderstood. No, he was, you know, sexually assaulting and raping children. So mm, you're not going to tell me that that was a good dude. Uh, yeah. Even watching that show, I was like, that guy's convincing and me and jeff were talking about like all those leaders are they're very like charismatic and that's how they get people to follow them and stuff so i get gimpy i think what you're trying to say is that he was charismatic and believable that he thought whatever his beliefs were that he thought you can get other people to join him and stuff but mm. i didn't realize I thought that my whole life when I'd heard the story of what happened in Waco, I didn't realize how many people died. I didn't really understood or understand how it ended. And I just thought that it was, you know, a cult leader and something bad happened. I didn't know that the government also, you know, handled it very, very shittily. Yeah, I don't know if this is a news flash for anybody. Uh, our government handles things shittily. Very shittily. Give me any event of the past 20 years that they didn't handle shittily. The Hurricane Katrina? Nope, handled shittily. Mm -hmm. uh, 9-11. Right, taking care of our first responders. Mm -hmm. They have not handled very well mm -hmm. from 9-11. This pandemic. Fuck, ain't that our government does not handle things well. <laughs> yeah, and all because of one guy just wanted to save his job. That He was like, I'm going to make myself important. We're going to fucking kill kids. Like, yeah. how does that not weigh in your conscience? Yeah. I, right. so well, I, I watched that, and I didn't know the story of what happened in, until yeah. I saw that, and I was like, God, that's brutal. No wonder why so many yeah. people get pissed off about that. <laughs> about yeah. Waco. Well, when that show happened, not very many people were as uh, aware about it. That's why when it was on, we were like, you got to watch this, because it's so crazy to see how things unfold. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have one for you to watch, Sam, if you can make it through it. It's like six or seven episodes. I t mentioned it on the, the other day. It's called Win the Wilderness. And it's about these British couples trying to win this last claimed piece of land in Alaska. Because there was a time when you could just go into Alaska and claim land. So this guy walked 57 miles into the wilderness in Alaska to claim his land. Wow. He built a three-story home by hand. And now he's so old, he can't run it anymore. So he's like, well, we're going to give it away in a game. And him and his wife will create the tasks and judge who should stay and who should go. And you get to see who wins it. And then they, they go, all right, we're picking whatever. Gimpy, he's going to get it. Let me just give one little look at the house. Okay, bye. And they leave the house forever <laughs> that he built by hand. Yeah. They've lived in for, like, he should have what? died in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. The last episode's a really hard watch because you can see him struggling to leave. 
Right, that's his house. That, that's, Aww. Yeah, if you do something like that, you have a project or a craft that you put together with your own bare hands, and you have to watch it slip away or be ripped away or given it. Yeah, man, that's going to suck. That's going to suck. That's your life's work. Gone to shit. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's gone to shit. I mean, well, I think they're trying to pass it on. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they could just leave. Well, true. Are they getting money for it? Or like, what do they get out of by just handing this over to whoever is the best part of it? His words. Now, I don't know if they got paid for being on the show. I would imagine they did. But they um, are wanting the legacy to live on. He, he, they don't do it anymore. He was the last person in in Alaska to do land claim. The last person Mm -hmm. walked 57 miles. Walked 57 miles miles into the woods by himself to go this is the land i want that's that right there took him 15 days to walk 57 miles that's insane pause for a second right there when you go and you do this land claim yeah i I imagine you you plant your flag bam this is my land how do you determine how much you're taking and where the parameters are you know what I'm saying? You go and you walk, you know, 15 days, 57 miles into the woods, and you're like, all right, I'm going to take this. And then do you, do you just square off? Do you walk more and be like, this is mine, 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 mine? I mean, I'm not sure flag. of the inner workings of how a homestead works. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not the great land run of which you are describing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it was a little more involved than that with some paperwork. How about this? This is how compelling this show is. In the show, he has one eye. His wife shot his ex-wife shot him in the eye, and they never talk about it. It's literally the least compelling thing that happens. <laughs> what? I want to know what happened. Yeah, she got drunk, shot him in the eye. The fuck, a Carl? Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's they don't ever talk about it in the show. It's literally the least compelling part of the show. They have kids. Those kids aren't getting the land. They don't talk about that. It's I'm telling you, it's an ext- It's probably the only game show because it is I've ever watched where it's a documentary mm-hmm. and like you're seeing some somebody win something act- of actual importance. Very interesting. It's like a hodgepodge of all the shows that are happening. Documentary, reality, game yeah. show, all mixed <laughs> in the one. <laughs> yeah. Gimby, I like think villains? you'll watch it. And, uh, no, it's a made by the BBC. There's no villains. But uh, <laughs> one of the things that I okay. think Gimpy will like mm-hmm. uh, is that, and Jeff would probably like this too, is you watch it going, I think I want to go to Alaska and, and camp. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, this looks awesome. Then it looks we're not watching so it in this gorgeous. House. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to give any ideas. <laughs> it, but the, wait, I mean, the bugs, dude. The number of bugs you see are just so insane. Because it's you know, part of the population there is the bugs. They're massive. Right. right. The number of bugs because they've got room they do to one, grow. Yeah, they do one thing where they have to, one of their tasks is to be separated from their partner and they have to go live in the woods for two nights. Well, that seems easy enough. No, it's not. That would be the hardest for me. Get the fuck out of here. No way. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. Win the Wilderness, W-I-N, the Wilderness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna have it's to a, you it could watch it. Dude, it's like eight episodes. They're like 45 minutes each. It's an easy watch. Fun. Fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good show 
if you love like any of the wilderness outdoor stuff? My dad, uh, before he died, it was after mom died and before he died, but he always talked about uh, the four of us, him and my brothers, going to Alaska on a big game hunt. That's something he's always wanted to do. So I've talked to my brother about it, and we, we, we're we knocking it back and forth. That's going to take a little bit more money than what we got right now. It's going to take some saving or whatnots, but it definitely would be interesting. To drive there? Oh, hell no, we're not driving all the way. <laughs> oh, well, you you said it like as if it was going to be a road trip. That's no, what I thought you no, meant. I'm like, that would take days. Yeah, we, you know, Expedia.com or something, find some kind of, you know, hotel flight, you know, rental car uh, package and then stay out there. And, and while we're there, might as well, why not? See if you can't find like, uh, you know, one of those live hunts that the, they take you out on. Um, you guys uh, I, still, is your plan to do the California trip? Uh, right now, not sure yet. I mean, everything's still up in the air because of this goddamn COVID crisis. Uh, I haven't been paying attention. I don't think California's opened things up back now. Um, but for the most part, it's kind of well on hold. We'll see what happens. And if uh, all these places, states, Washington, California, etc., theme parks and stuff like that are still closed down, which they'll probably will be. Uh, we are looking into uh, hitting up the state parks and national parks and just doing some camping, you know, in a in a different state. You know, I here's this is just a, some an idea, like whatever. But yeah, dude, Yellowstone. Yeah, see, we thought about uh, Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. He's never been to the Grand Canyon. We've passed by or at least through Arizona a million times going from California to Alabama as kids, but we never stopped by. We never took a look. We never took a donkey ride down to the very end or anything like that. So we've looking at that. Um, Yellowstone is another one that we've looked at. Um, we've looked at uh, Tahoe because as kids, we used to go out there and camp quite a bit out in Lake Tahoe and Reno and stuff like that. Wow. Sorry if I feel I'm, I seem distracted. I was just sent an email that's got me kind of twisted uh, that I can't talk about. Aww. That's weird. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to bring that up. Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's weird how. Listen, what we we have an environment now. Not just us. All of us are dealing with that. We're going to get shit like that. Mm -hmm. You're going to get emails that are going to derail you, and you're going to be told information. That you can't share with other people, and it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy the world we live in right now. It's so crazy that, and before you two go off the deep end, it has nothing to do with you two. Oh, that's it, good. it's it was directed strictly at me about me. Oh shit! So it has yeah. <laughs> oh shit! So I just didn't want you guys. Well, I, didn't, I know Sam. I, I didn't want Sam reeling. Checking our mail. <laughs> right. Well, both me and Gimpy are like checking your mail, and I was like, well, I'm not fucking including included. And then I see Gimpy like his shoulders like go down, like he wasn't included either. And so I was like, okay, I feel better. It's right. something no one wants yeah, yeah, to no, know, which is fine. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it was about my, me and my relationship with the company. It has zero to do with you two. Oh, okay. Well, that has zero to do with you two. The email I got. Well, goddamn. And it just, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those things. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's that I know in charge in response to me and my association with you two in this show. Mm. Nothing's changing. Okay. I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to. 
I'm not, I'm not going to share what it was, but it just, it's funny how those things happen. And that's probably why the email came after the show. Because mm, they didn't want to derail <laughs> you during the show. Yeah. 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 Derail the podcast like one. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know about you guys. My wife and I have been diligent about, we don't know what's going to happen with our careers and putting as much money away as we can. And we, I, we have cut our budget. Mm-hmm to try and even make sure we're having more money put away because we have no idea what's coming. That None. That sucks, man. That makes life so stressful because yeah. you're used to a certain lifestyle and you're used to certain things, you know? And and I'm not saying that you live this, you know, super lavish lifestyle. You do have the McMansion and, you know, 15-car garage or whatever. But the fact right. of it is when you start pinching back like that, you start cinching a belt, shit starts changing and shit gets real, real quick. Real yeah, quick. there was a great article in the New York Times last week about this woman who owned a restaurant for 15 years, and she she basically was journaling the process of her shutting her restaurant down. And she, for her, the real moment was obviously it was tough saying goodbye to employees, and it was tough trying to line up finances, and they used the food they had on site to feed, you know give food care packages to their team members and stuff like that the reality moment of how life crushing was when she got a call from her partner and the their pet was super sick and had to have an emergency surgery mm. and how she realized she's not ready for that she's not financially built to deal with that she had money in terms of paying some bills and you know hey i'm not gonna eat starbucks anymore or whatever but it was those fucking kick to the balls mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. really sent her into a tailspin and had to file file for bankruptcy or whatever it was so like those are the things that we don't think about and that i don't think anybody's thinking about you might be fine like oh okay i guess i'll eat ramen Oh, I'll be fine. I won't go drink any more alcohol. Oh, I'll cut back on my weed. Mm-hmm. But it's the car wreck, the medical bill. Listen to this. The thing that I read that most people aren't prepared for when they get furloughed from their job or fired from their job right now, they don't have an employee manual. They don't have phone numbers for HR. Because when you get furloughed, you're out the right then. Mm-hmm. They turn off your email. They turn off all that stuff. And you, it's your responsibility to print off and have a, that kind of information on hand. It's not their job to hand you all the information. Yeah. Is that a fucking mind blow? Because <laughs> I don't know about you two. Are you prepared for that? Oh, hell no. No. Hell no. I mean, I am now after reading that. I printed off all, this, all the shit that I need. I do have the uh, 800 number for HR. And a notebook, and that's simply because it's left over from when I broke my leg on the smallest patch of ice in the parking lot, having to deal with workman's comp or whatever. So, yeah, I guess essentially do some digging, and then I can call them up. But outside of that, outside of that, huh? I got nothing. Assuming that number's still good. For real. And we're not talking about, like, we have a good relationship with other people in the building that could get us probably the phone number, right? Mm -hmm. But when they shutter everybody? Shit. (laughs) You are. Who are you going to call? (laughs) Nobody. You can call right, the one eight, the main office in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me speak to Bob. Hey, I used to work here. <laughs> yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Crazy man. What are we on time, Gimpy? I don't know what our time's at. Oh, uh, we got we're about twenty two into this thing, so I mean we can go a little bit longer. We can not go a little bit. How come? What do you have? What do we feel about it? What do you have? 
so far as time or so far as like stuff to sure talk about? sam what do you have <laughs> <laughs> like right now um, I got nothing another. i wanted to bring up waco yeah, that's right. what I wanted to bring up today. Ooh, real quick, <laughs> um, have you guys finished watching or did you continue watching Too Hot to Handle? Uh, I've watched that's part so- of it. It's an okay watch. It's not, I mean, they're a bunch of fuck sticks. These people are not good people. <laughs> yes, fuck sticks. I, like just to get to the, the point of it, I fast forwarded through every like, oh, this is a team building challenge. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, where they spread mud on themselves or wrote oh, words on them or whatever. Words thing. all over. What word describes you it fast? Just, it, it was just, mm. it, it was so stupid just trying to like, this is a meaningful show. We're doing something here. And it's like, no, we just wanted to see hot people not fucking. That's what the point of this was. So, anyways, um, I fast forwarded through a lot of it mm-hmm. and I didn't even get to the last episode. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert. alert everybody wins. Because the premise behind the show is like one person's going to walk home. They each get 100 grand? No, no, no. Everybody wins and then they have to split. split it, it ends up $75,000, okay? It's not 100 because they ended up losing money over time. But in the end, they're like, all right, you two motherfuckers, y'all did some stupid shit. Y'all got to go. So they kick out this guy and this gal or whatever. Or it's maybe it's like two yeah, couples or whatever. And then, which ones? Uh, Ooh, which ones? I forget. I forget. What do they which look like? Ones. They were the new ones that came in. No, they were the new people that came uh, in. Like, yeah. the last Not minute. the ones that have been there. And so for they're like, you didn't earn it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, they're like, uh, Alexa or whatever the fuck, Lana, whatever the fuck her name is, you are all winners. And then they have to split the $75,000, like, you know, 10 ways or whatever. So they end up going home like 7500 bucks each. I was like, what a bunch of bullshit, anticlimactic bullshit. Yeah, and what a way to teach people, like, to have meaningful relationships and then, ah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> it was a turn of the that show, was but, dumb. yeah, they were hot bitches, though, nonetheless. When that's- they, when, when those guys, like, one guy got mad about, like, hey, don't be doing this, you're messing with my money, I would be like, well, guess what I'm going to do now? Because you're not in charge of me. I'm going to drop that bitch to zero. <laughs> Yeah, you keep talking like that, I'm going <laughs> to jag off every second I can. <laughs> right in front of you, make you watch. Right, I'm going to make that deplete more than just the money. Quarterman Pierce touched himself again. Again. <laughs> right, right. That's $10,000. Five minutes later, Corbin touched himself 10 times today. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, nice. I wouldn't care. To talk like, like you're ruining Shut up. God, I hate people like that. Shut your stupid fat mouth, you stupid young idiot that's who's going to get a wake-up call at some point. That's it. That's all I thought was these kids are, they're kids. That's all they are. They're just, they're just, they're young, just kids, just right? Young adults, they're kids, they're stupid. Like that one motherfucker, he's like, oh man, you're never going to have to work another day in your life. I'm like, bro, at most, it's $75,000. You ain't going to get that far. You right. ain't. That's barely a house. <laughs> right? You'll never have to work again. Shut the fuck up. Right, <laughs> young, dumb, full of cum, man, like just stupid. Mm-hmm. You sniff that up your nose, sir. We know you. <laughs> right, For real, For real. It's gone right. on a weekend. Yeah, uh, that show, man. Boy, vey, yeah. I can't even. Yeah. You know what show we watched that uh, ultimately started off strong and ended horrible was The Outsiders. Okay, or The Outsider, the mm-hmm. Jason Bateman about uh, El Kukui. Okay. I heard you guys talking about that, saying it oh, was awesome. Oh, it doesn't awesome. end well? Mm. It's, I fell asleep 
the last two episodes. Uh, the last episode is pretty good. The final two before the final, I I could not stay awake for. Just that, which boring. says a lot. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. It was not very good. It's a boogeyman, but he's real and he's a shapeshifter, and it just went too far off the rails, man. It's a Stephen no, King story. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. That Have you been sucks. watching it? I wanted to. I mean, I think we're on episode four, five, and then started watching Waco, and then that's what we've been watching. Uh, but I love Jason Bateman, and why I like murder, I liked it. So that sucks. A, a shape shifter. Yeah, it's good the up until like into a spider. Yeah, right. Episode four, all the way good. After that. It starts going to shit they pretty quickly. Mailed it in, huh? They're like, ah, we just we just need to wrap this motherfucker up, man. Mailed it. it the fuck in. <laughs> like, Dude, by the way, if you get Stephen a chance, King to, go is ahead, a Sam. Creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Stephen King is a creepy motherfucker. Like, as a human being, he is so creepy. I was watching an interview that he did, and he was comparing Donald Trump to this politician that he wrote about, and like how many similarities that they have, like as a character in his book versus now. And like, they're kind of like, oh, did he foresee being, Trump being president? And just the way that he speaks, I'm like, I would not want to be alone in a room with you. You are so creepy like i wouldn't be surprised if you were dead and you just came back to haunt the earth like he just <laughs> is so he's such a creep sauce the whole time i was watching and i was like i'm skeeved out by you mr king i mean Ooh, typically writers aren't good looking is. no and they have Stephen to be king? A, a little off they have to be a little bit yeah. off especially if you're oh, writing yeah. if you're writing horror novels which is what he's done that's all he's ever done yeah you have to be a little weird mm -hmm. 400 million dollars sam be as weird as you want. Get out of here. Yeah. Give me some See, of that. Yeah, right. Never mind. I'll have sex with you, Steven. <laughs> yeah, right? Keep all well, worry about sure. any iHeart email hitting me. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, all right. You guys take care of yourself. If you get a chance today, look up the Goonies reunion and how these people look nothing like the characters uh. from Goonies. It's sad. It's really, really sad. Uh, so you guys be safe, and hopefully we'll talk to you next Tuesday. <laughs> Love you. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.